Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Eyes. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. Hey, you guys. It's, it's Cabernet and She's and always here. And she I'll never leave. <laughs> Kelly. I should start paying rent at this point. Here. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I mean, mm. you pay rent in just your, your the light you bring to my life. Oh, fantastic. And so she, she's saying pay the Con Ed bill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. And you do my hair a lot, so that's I fine. do yeah, do Yeah, your hair, hair is curly today. It's oh super God, fun and cute. Because Kelly yeah. braided it, and then I slept she in it wa- last yeah, night. She braided. Washed it. it looks so, like, naturally curly. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Oh, my God. Oh, Kelly Noonan, hair wizard. I know. She is a hair wizard. Um, all right, you guys. A lot of emotions. So much to unpack. Is this still. our last episode of Cabernet? Well, we'll fill uh, it out. I feel like we'll, this is like we'll the last things out. regular yeah. one. Yeah, this is the last maybe, one about PLL. Maybe unless we yeah. still. Maybe have next more week package. we'll feel like we need to say more things. Yeah. I know, you know, I feel like there's always a time we could do another, like, all podcast roundtable. is always yes. fun. We're going to need to unpack this for years to come. Yeah. So we might sporadically, like, you know, just Have an keep annual us on check the subscribe. in with our feels. Yeah, about all of our feels. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll just feel it out and see what happens. But we'll always yeah. be with you, especially... In our new ventures as well. Exactly. And starting a podcast. Yes, so I am. I'm starting I Love TV More Than You. You can subscribe to it on iTunes to turn Podbean because I wanted to keep things somewhat similar. <laughs> um, it's about TV past and present and I'm going to have different guests every week and we're going to talk all things TV. So I think you guys will really Perfect. like it. I'll try, I'm going to try and make it come out every Wednesday. And every Wednesday you can also see you can Chelsea, Light. <laughs> Chelsea Light. <laughs> Chelsea White and her light. <laughs> You can watch Thanks to Kelly. What a Delight with Chelsea White. If you search on Facebook for What a Delight with Chelsea White. Um, and it is a Facebook live show that's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Super for 30 fun. 30 minutes. Super fun. You can check out last week's episode. We had some audio issues, um, which were just very silly. But we'll oh, be really? back. Last week, well, and you can hear what happened uh, on What a Delight if you tune in Wednesday. Teaser. But (laughs) it turned out, I mean, it was like the best mistake I guess we could have made, but it was just so silly. But um, yeah, we have guests every week. Uh, Kelly's going to be on at some point. We're going to talk like hair and pop culture. Um, All sorts of people that you recognize will be on. stuff. And then, um, yeah, so that's happening every Wednesday. And Mm -hmm. then also, of course, my other podcast, Ghosted Stories. You can look up Ghosted Stories. I co-host that with Aaron Leaf. Um, and that's All about sorts dating of fun relationships. people on that one, too. So, yeah, you know, Kelly and Sue, of course, both both been on. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, so PLL. Oh, and we're drinking Tovia. We're drinking Tovia. I think, I'm pretty sure Lori brought it to the premiere, I'm sorry, the finale party. Also, <laughs> let's look up if we have any new reviews, since we still haven't <laughs> learned to do this in advance. But it's Tovia because it's the ship that never sailed, which I thought right. was so funny. <laughs> Toby yeah, and Aria. Does anyone write fanfic? Are there PLL fanfic oh, yeah. out there? I there definitely is. Know. And we have we asked people to send that. us special fanfic 
which yeah. no one hasn't caught on. That's that's fine, right? But we did get alternate endings, which oh we'll tell God. you guys, and I we'll let you guys know that. who wins the pillow by Sarge. We're gonna have a pillow, which is winner. endless fun. Uh, it's gonna be very exciting. Okay, I'm still looking for reviews. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We got a new one. June 23rd. Would that have been something we read? Oh yeah, so. because yeah, we read. I was the told one. there would be wine. It's a great. Yeah, that was like name. the good finale one. Yep. And then we got two more. I listen on Overcast is mm. the topic. And I don't by know how that happens. Shugal 1084. I'm so happy I found you, ladies, a few months back. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the finale tonight. Great. Um, that was on. Oh, so maybe we read that one too. No, probably we we're too drunk. And then <laughs> best PLL podcast by NMS930. I'm sad that PLL is over. Not only because I will miss Rosewood, but I also miss. Your weekly recaps, your insights and discussions are on point and always have me laughing. Oh, you know what else? This what? isn't the biggest deal, but I'm going to shut off the air conditioner just because I can oh, hear yeah. it in the background. Hang okay. on. Okay. Keep talking about things. Um, yeah. So. We're also <laughs> eating, we're also <laughs> eating cheese. Leftover from the I'm party. I'm not drinking wine because I'm a loser. But No, you're a winner. <laughs> you're like going to go do color. stuff with your day. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking is part of it <laughs> later, but not yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> No, you're pacing yourself. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. So, so yeah, we are going to read your alternate endings and tell you who's a winner. Thank you so much for your hashtag Ask Chelsea and Sue questions. And on Facebook, we're going to get into those at the end. But first, we just want to do a sober unpacking. There's so much to talk about. Can I just start with one thing that a couple people sent to us? Um, and Sue, I don't know. We definitely haven't talked about this. So I don't know if you saw. But, well, two things, two clips that were floating around. Um, I watched, okay, well, several things. <laughs> So many things. First of all, Mar- th- this clip was going around of Marlene like four years ago at, yeah. a, at a, a red carpet being like talking about like, oh, I see so many fan theories. One that was really interesting was this one about Spencer yeah. having a twin and it was all thought out. And then the PLL community exploded with like, Marlene stole this theory. Yeah. Which like, which is dangerous because I feel like if I was an ABC fan or freeform lawyer, I would be like, fuck. Right? Because they might have to pay that fan. Because it's, really? it, it's interesting. If she acknowledges that she saw the story and it's similar enough. Right. Because I think there's one thing to be said for like from day one, I think the PLL fandom has wanted a liar to have a twin. The Spencer yeah. theory has been floating. And like that's one thing to be like, oh, I'll give fans something they've been talking about. That I think is great and fine fine. and good job. Yeah. Something the show's always done, I feel like, is try and give stuff back to the fans. Absolutely. But it is, that is though the little difference of like her saying, I found this entire theory that was so detailed and so thought out. Like, did she literally take one particularly detailed theory? You know what I mean? Or or it could have been her saying that could have been a little like nod to like what was coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? She could yeah. have been like, oh, there's some good twin theories out there with Spencer. Yeah. Like, wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. Like, uh, like that's what yeah. we've been working on kind of a thing. So it's totally. hard to, like, prove. It is hard. And, like, unless, yeah. but I'm sure there probably are fans who are, like, somehow, like, sending. I mean, but what are they well, going to do? Hire a lawyer? I mean, they could. they could. Whatever detailed fan theory was out there was probably m- obviously much more detailed than what actually ended up happening. <laughs> so if you True. went through... You can fi- especially if it was how many years ago did that happen right right yeah she, sure. nothing in nothing in the show then had anything to do with the finale right so there's no connection that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> and then the other thing i thought i was watching an entertainment tonight facebook live after show um and i think it was on this maybe it was actually somewhere else i saw it. but first of all she answered so many questions on this facebook live after show 
from the two hosts that were that were down to like I, I should have written examples, but it, she they asked so many questions about the finale specifically, and also things that were like, well, per this happening in the finale, what does it mean for the wider X Y Z? Yeah, and just i'm wondering what marlene is thinking as they're asking questions about a show that they just watched and still have no idea what the fuck happened do you know what i mean yeah. like she didn't like, know well she knew but oh. she a lot of the questions are like well you know i guess that's a good question well i didn't think of that or i just thought like i guess in my mind i just assumed that the audience would assume that xyz happened off camera Ooh. like things like that and like it was just like what is going on like when people are asking this many like earnest sincere questions mm -hmm. about a show they just watched and they still don't understand they have so many plot questions yeah. about what they just watched now like, were well, these people yeah. that you felt like had yes. watched the show i did feel okay. like i did because there's been a lot of like i've been a super fan forever people interviewing totally and like some of the things like i'm seeing so many articles like things you missed on pll that pointed to alex and i was like no everyone saw those things right, like yeah. if you were a fan you noticed that from the get-go like yeah people were like thought. nobody noticed that like when spencer came to uh, hannah in this stream she didn't have bangs i was like we noticed we that the second it happened yeah and that seems like, <laughs> like clickbait stuff where they like know yeah. but they have to like frame in some way yeah, yeah, yeah but but these girls really did seem like fans and they were asking legitimate questions and i was like yeah marlene and she was just she did have answers she clearly had thought about it it wasn't mm -hmm. like they caught her off guard but it was just like what that is a sign that something was amiss and you didn't do a great job if people are asking you to explain yeah. it's like if you watched six cents and you're like wait 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 sitting down with the director like so okay so so was was he dead or was he like it's just like you're yeah. explaining yeah. things that you were supposed to understand by watching the show yeah but that right. we did not understand by watching the show right and marlene mm -hmm. very patiently answered these questions but you're wondering if in her head she's like fuck like what's yeah. going on and these weren't like dum-dums like these were questions that i had too you know but then also she's been saying that like oh i thought about when i was thinking in between like seasons five and six about who ad could be and you're just like facepalm like it just hurts to hear her say it yeah. out loud you know yeah. that like I feel like in the past she's talked about how oh I, knew I thought from the beginning and that it could be just, and like maybe yes. I knew we never knew we'd have enough seasons to get to it but I knew that this could be the thing. Well, so was she talking about Cece? Was she talking about something else that she just decided to switch and go with well, Alex she's Drake? She's been saying like, Ren. She wanted Ren. And that's didn't so have fucking the weird. Which upsets me because I, don't I like feel that. like. Yeah, she said but she said that originally she wanted it to be Ren. If you guys didn't read that, case. that she wanted it to be Why Ren, didn't but they didn't have access. Wait for the availability of the actor like and i know there's like network and that's the thing like i keep going back and forth being like she had to answer to the network yeah there's, and there was there's so factors. many extremes like yeah like there's yeah. so many other factors but at the same time there is kind of a like it feels like you played your z book instead of your like your b plan you know right like, it I, just I agree. feels like it was kind of like it well, sounds more like you were trolling Tumblr late at night and high, and then you were like, all right, this is it. Yeah, right. Like, I said the exact same <laughs> thing. It's, it, but she, that's, I feel like if she had stolen somebody's good twin theory, that it would have been a better episode. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like somebody would have made any sort of effort to bring in. I mean, there have been Shadow Hastings. We were just talking about this the other day. There have been Shadow Hastings theories since the get-go. Yep. PLL and Sherlock. Yeah, search hello, hashtag yeah. Shadow, hashtag Shadow Hastings. And the, so yeah, good. I, I mean, there have been. you could so easily have tied so many things back. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do one. And I, like the example that I was giving was like, 
when they had Spencer, when they tied it back to the pilot and her like drug problem. Yeah. And that being why that she didn't get affected by the other girls getting drugs and she didn't pass out. And she, that wasn't something they planned from the beginning, but it was something that they went back and looked and said, Absolutely. here's something that we can tie back to yeah. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they try to do that with even one little thing? Well, they could go back. The, the thing that immediately comes to mind is the fight that Spencer and Melissa have that Mrs. Hastings... With the crazy scissors. Yeah, Mrs. Hastings is clean, cleaning up, and Spencer's in the shadows, shadow Hastings, mm-hmm. just very much being, like, crazy in the corner. And they tied it to her, du- to her drug use. Mm-hmm. But that also could have been, like, this could have been Alex. Alex like, went back is, for like, one night. Yeah. yeah. But, like... I guess they couldn't do that because of the timing of when Ren told her. But that's also the thing that that I think would have been so much better. I think that there could have been a twin, like a Spencer twin, that would have been an amazing storyline. And I just think they didn't choose to do that story. Like, if if Ren had known Alex first, yeah, and then was involved in the Hastings with ulterior motives from the beginning. That would have been that really would have been cool. so much more interesting and an easy tie-in that I don't think yes. would have stepped on any toes. Like I think that no. would have fit in completely. Like surprise, I knew Alex all along. But there right. were more scenes written with Ren that they didn't get to shoot. Right. So maybe. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, she did say that there's like a whole death scene with Ren where he explains more. They like lost him for a day of shooting. They thought they had him for two days and they lost him for a day. Okay. So they had to be like, yeah. oh, and P.S. I killed him instead of like seeing it. And I also things. gave you my semen. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, right. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, I still feel like there are things they, they could have done, done that with it. Ex- like Alex could have told a story. Like she, you know what I mean. Like yeah. they could have done it with like storytelling, which is their favorite thing to do, is just answer questions by somebody verbally telling, rather than showing. Which I also feel like me. they almost like self-aware, like nodded to that when all of a sudden Alex said to Spencer, "Story time's over," and she like yeah. walked yeah. away. Like yeah. But you said something also really interesting last night, Kelly, about that you wished they would have revealed at the beginning of the season and that the audience could have seen Alex Drake's side of it the whole season. It would have been amazing. Like like the Ezra thing where we know it's happening and they don't. Well, they tried to do that with Mona kind of, but we all kind of, we all knew it wasn't really Mona. Mona. I know. And I think that they did that at the, to preserve a big reveal in the finale. And I think that they sacrificed a good, a lot of good story, a lot of good drama that they could have told because they wanted to do a big reveal at the end. Yeah. And that's why I feel like it would have been, we were talking about this last night, the, it would have been so much better if the Mary Drake and Alex reveals had been reversed. If we had learned that Spencer had a twin when we learned that Jessica had a twin, and then we could have had so many more interesting um, dynamics between her and Spencer. We could have found, mm-hmm. like, we could have seen Alex doing things, trying to do things as Spencer and hide it and, like, fool the other girls and then them ultimately finding out and then the relationship t- between her and Spencer where, like, Spencer's trying to have a relationship with her and convince her that they're not these horrible people that Cece convinced her that they yeah. were. Like, there could have been so much amazing like story and there and then the big reveal and then could the big have been reveal is that yeah that spencer's mom isn't her mom and that mary yeah. drake and like they still could have had a big reveal at the end yeah you know and but i i feel like that would have been a better can story we get we were watching back to the future before we started podcasting can we call doc brown get a delorean take <laughs> yes. you in the pll writer's room <laughs> yeah two yeah. years ago right yeah and get that fucking i know season uh, it's just like ultimately and I, I don't remember a goddamn thing I said on the finale, you guys, so I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I was, was so sure. Like, I have I, no idea. I went back and I wrote notes this time, and I'm like, I don't know if we no. we brought this I up. Or, and no I haven't watched clue. the uh, – watched. 
listen to the whole podcast um my commute's shorter now uh-huh. so i don't have as much oh yeah time. i have i have no idea but yeah i just i don't like and the pretty little grown men were saying something to this effect too it's like the in and of itself this season or like the season and a half or whatever of the time jump in this storyline it it's just a completely insular like separate thing mm-hmm. yeah. and but you set up from the beginning that it's this full you wanted us to look at the clues and you used yeah. to pay so much attention to this and like yeah. You, you're trying to present it to us as this full work of art, but yeah. suddenly we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, and then I guess just this is like a little addendum yeah. season that's yeah. in and of yeah. itself. But like that. But it didn't need to be. It didn't need to they be. They could have so easily done it yeah. by like making, like you could have, yes, given Ren all these ulterior motives. He could have gotten involved with Melissa because he was searching for Alex's family and fa- found, you know what I mean? Like so many things that they could have done. I mean, Black Veil could have been could have been Alex. Yeah. I mean, why do you need, why Why would Sarah Harvey need to go to a funeral in a full, like, face right. covering thing? Because nobody knew who the fuck she was because she wasn't anyone. Right. Yeah. And that's the point. Like, why have, like, all these things with face coverings because you don't know who it is yet. That's, yeah. That, that's what that's right. saying. Yeah. You didn't decide who that was going to be. Do you think they did and switched it? Like, I mean, because... I think there was a switch. I think there was definitely something that they, they were driving towards. Because they thought maybe they wouldn't get another season, so then they didn't think... I don't know. I genuinely think when they had someone show up with a veil that nobody was going to know who it is, I don't think they knew who it was. Because, yeah. because the fact that they yeah. made it Sarah Harvey means that that person did not matter at all. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Like, why hide your face if no one knows who you are? I just wonder if there's also, like, a change in the development team of Freeform from ABC Family to Freeform. Ah. And, like, that could have been it as well. Like, I wonder. Because that was, like, I... So I've been going back trying to put this fi- finale in perspective and yeah. reading a lot of lists of the best and worst show finales. Yeah. Which is funny because some, like, lists contradict each other of what was the sure. best and the yeah. worst. Of course. But, like all of them agree how I met your mother was the worst. Really? And I think that's really why I'm not as mad at this is because of the how I met your mother finale specifically. So because I didn't watch it. Can I you? All right. So spoiler alert, like right. turn or just like, Fast just throw your microphone, your headphones <laughs> across the floor for a minute and then come back like two minutes from now. But basically the show set up that it was this whole mystery of like how he met the mother and he's telling he's, a story to he's his telling kids, right? to, uh-huh. to his two children so you know he gets married and has children and so it's this whole love story and throughout it he has this friend that he's also in love with robin and you know that like they've got this tumultuous relationship Who, and robin then, is colby smolders yes and okay. she ends up dating barney so right. it's like also that friend group dynamic mm-hmm. of like friends dating within each other and mm-hmm. there's that whole love triangle thing mm-hmm. um but you like there's all these clues of who the mother is and then we finally meet the mother in like the very last season and it's like this beautiful love and then they fucking kill her she dies like she has these two kids and then dies of cancer and he ends up with colby smolders and it's like you spent this whole series trying to tell us that ted was trying to get over her because she was never the right one and there were so many episodes where you were like Oh, men and women just some men and women just need to be friends like that's really like that's really what they tried to make it as a viewer that's how i felt and then to bring them together at the end like jk know they're together and also like robin's Mm. character didn't want kids couldn't have kids and so that was another thing like she got upset when she found out she couldn't have kids but she Mm. never really wanted kids and there was this whole thing of her making peace to it and now we find out that she's been the stepmom all this time yeah 
but like there are mm-hmm. episodes where they call her aunt Robin right. you know like so it's just it just felt so like why did you know like tell us that he was gonna have this great love yeah just to fucking kill you're a sitcom yeah like, right yeah. you're a sitcom you're yeah. supposed to give me this happy ending and instead you gave me this fan service that none mm. of the fans really wanted right. right like you made us the whole last season basically was robin and barney's wedding leading up to it and believing that these two people needed to get married and then they get divorced like the next episode and what? like it's just like even saying it i feel like a little choked up because it was just like you want to talk about fan betrayal yeah so when i look at this ending and i look at this show and i'm like i can kind of explain it to my i'm sorry am i screaming into this all the time you're just like bouncing around okay i was trying to keep it (laughs) when i look at this ending i'm like all right so marlene's like it's all about friendship and like so basically like the moral of the story is like some women don't have friendship they get closed out and they want it so badly they'll go to extremes and that's with all the a's Mm -hmm. sure so i'm like if you look at it as that overarching thing and you're like all right you couldn't possibly tie up everything then i kind of am not mad at you're it like okay but in a way all the A's have they definitely could have cut out the thing the thing that bothers me the most is the melissa mask it was so yeah. unnecessary so yeah. it was so only, absolutely there, there was no one saw her in a melissa mask she needed to be in a melissa mask to fool nobody except was, the audience except the audience and it's like well, haven't we been fooled enough haven't there been enough red herrings that you need to just throw one last like scooby-doo pull the mask off moment for us like why yeah. like why and yeah. mona would have mo- no motivation to make a, a melissa mask right. it's just like no it's and, so, and and yeah. they didn't even give alex a motivation for making her wear it yeah it was just like i oh, was just testing you yeah. Just testing you. Yeah. So it's like, who cares? That was so unnecessary. You could have used that time to give us a reason why Bethany Young existed. Yeah. Also, you know what <laughs> was unnecessary? End game. That whole game. Oh, oh yeah. the game was yeah. so stupid. What the fuck? Somebody well, brought up an, in the Ask Sue Chels, and I know I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. still, they were like, what, what, the fuck what did the puzzle what, mean? What did the puzzle mean? Yeah. And you know what? Nothing. What was that yes. picture? <laughs> yes, I think I vaguely remember saying that at the like, why, yeah. like the puzzle meant nothing. It and was it, a random picture of nothing. And then she did nothing. Although, it's so interesting going back and watching it. I was, in some ways, more confused watching the finale a second time. And in, and then in other ways, and clearly we're, like, drunk and there's lots of people and we're, like, taking notes and we're tweeting. So there's always a million things that we miss during the first finale watch. or the. F- but um, there were so many little things where I was like, oh this was a major question mark for me and they actually did say it, but it's like, they do so many little blink and you'll miss it. Like as an aside, like they'll reveal this big plot connector tissue, Mm. like as a, as a as yeah. a random aside, I for sandwich on lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I would have never. And I'm sure there's things I missed even the second time watching it. Like, yeah. for example, um, I was one of the questions like, why then did Alex leave town? And then just she yeah. was like, wanted to figure out who killed Cece. And then she's like, oh, I figured it out. All right, see you later. Like, didn't yeah, even do anything d- to Mona. Yeah. But but as an aside, Ren or something. I don't remember who. It was yeah. like a very short aside of like, oh, I sent Ren to ra- to Welby to kill Mona. But then, like, I still can't remember exactly what happened. But it was, like, a very random aside. Like, oh, yeah, why? I asked Ren to kill. And then Ren why did kill. you kill Ren? Like, yeah. you, you, you killed Ren with no, zero motivation. That was motivation. the scene they wanted to do that didn't get shot, for sure. Yeah. Of, like, killing yeah. him. But it's like, but, like, well, but why? why? You gave us no reason. According to either, and this is one of those things, it was either something I noticed again in the finale, or it was literally something that Marlene had to fucking explain. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, in real life about the show that should have made sense in and of itself, because that's the point of a show. But um, she was like, oh, well, it was like 
I think I think Alex does say it, and then Marlene was trying to like push mm-hmm. it on us. Um, Ren was always going to see me as Alex, but I wanted to be Spencer. So yeah. it's like she had to remove him. But yeah. it's like, yeah, again, you wouldn't have oh, to kill motivations. Him. Shitty motivations. It's like we, yeah. I was screaming you, about in the so finale st- podcast. So stupid. Shitty motivations. You created this whole fucking game to find out who killed Cece, and then you find out, and you're just like, okay. Like, yeah. that's fine. Like, I'm right. just going to drive off into the sunset. Right. Was with that my doll. supposed to make us believe that Alex just wasn't as smart as Spencer? Or well, Mona? No, I don't think so. I, I or maybe or maybe she was. I don't know. But like, the whole game and everything. I mean, they they also didn't do anything to establish that she was like the level of genius that. Right. That's another that thing. Would, yeah. Were well, we just supposed to assume like, oh, she's from Spencer's genes? Yeah. But then also, uh, then why I was she know. the bartender? You know, like right. why it, does she? Well, like, and she why is Ali such a she didn't have? Yeah. Whatever, but like, why is Ali such a fucking dumb dumb when she has all these right. genes that right. Cece <laughs> and, and the twins have? And I do think I said this at the the why finale is party Allie too. Such but a like, dumb I know she is. She is <laughs> um, she like that. Um, Spencer never actually was that smart as Melissa, as like a Hastings, right. which is she why she always, had to do like yeah. the Adderall and like why she always had to work so hard but to always never really be where she wanted to be. But then True. like Alex just was. But and Alex Cece just, w- just was because like Cece was pretty yeah, intelligent Cece, too. But like, they at least established that. That like, yeah. oh my God, she was so smart and then that's why they let her go to UPenn and like all these things and like they, they did a good job of establishing that she was a genius and that she used her genius to develop resources like the Karasimi group and make a ton of money mm-hmm. and then Alex got that money had no resources have we have no idea of her education or anything so I mean honestly it seems like Alex was way smarter than Spencer like in that like the creating yeah. the game and yeah. she was always one step ahead of the girls so like why you give us no reason yeah I agree I totally agree yeah very strange should we just start to look in our notes and walk through yeah. it no, um no. one thing I don't think we mentioned mm-hmm. on the podcast that I realized when I was watching back I was like oh everybody shushed this time that was cute oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was cute. I thought that was sweet that um, was cute mm-hmm. that was something that I was like I'm not mad at that there was like a lot of things that I was like okay I'm a little mad at this <laughs> right yeah. I'm not mad at well, that I didn't even notice because I was trying to get the live stream Facebook live to work and stuff I didn't even notice that the whole entire beginning was that they were in a snow globe of Mo- like Mona yeah. was like imagining oh. that whole part I oh, didn't yeah. even get that the first yeah. watch I was like Lucas's yeah. tap dancing seems fine like that didn't I was like <laughs> whatever like seems I think okay we, just, we knew that it was a dream sequence going right. on and we were like oh this is super twin peaksy yeah. Stephen Lynch like uh, David, David Lynch, Lynch. <laughs> Steve, Steve Lynch the, uh, St- the cousin no Stephen Lynch is a comedian who does like oh, really? funny songs like your big fat friend and oh. special ed and oh, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah, like very different. That, but being cool when I was in college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, my phone um, keeps locking every time I don't touch it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, but still. Uh, there was also the net, the the then and now book review that they were doing, which is obviously a reference to now, now and, and then. then. Yeah. But we were freaking out so much that Marlene's son was in the. Right. And, and then, then there was like a, a 50 year old student. There was a student that looked like she was like our parents' age. Like It's just really funny because I looked back at it and I was just like, was this like the craft services lady that was this like a walk on role? Like, what <laughs> happened that this old woman. I didn't notice wo- that. Yeah, it was funny. Go back like and look at the classroom it. now and you're just like, wait a minute. It's <laughs> Why is like the superintendent sitting around to this school class? Like, yeah. it's so weird. It was really random. 
Um, other things that well I mean I don't know these are notes from last time I think we talked about like Toby walking what the fuck from New York City to Pennsylvania Emerson had twins Um, great they call Detective Barry Maple Officer Maple did he get demoted (gasps) guys scandal fucking details pay attention yeah because Emily's like when when Barry comes to uh, tell them about the fact that Mona's out I want to, Jim Titus, you're not listening, but we, we should, I want to like email I would love him to and have ask him, back him on. what the fuck, if he noticed that or thought of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, that was a great catch. I would have never noticed, but he absolutely ended as detective and now, yeah, was officer. I was freaking out fuck? when I was watching it at home <laughs> last night. I was like, officer? What? That's crazy. What happened? That's so I'm funny. Put that down. Um, okay. What about, oh, I, I just love the, and I know we talked about this too, I'm sure I love the Addison, and that I don't like Addison, but I just, I did love Jenna, like, I can that smell was great. the bitch. Like that was really that was good. Great. It was a good use of Jenna, but although, like, here's the thing, like, actually, it wasn't a great use of Jenna, because it was like, you made us think that Jenna hated these girls <laughs> so hard. Right. And like, but she hates bullies. That's why she hated Addison. She wasn't right. actually sticking up for anyone, but she just, she just was like, like, I bullies. hate bullies. But there was a whole totally. Jenna AD connection that we never really fully saw, like, come to light in this finale. Because remember, like, AD takes Jenna at the mm-hmm. end of 6A. AD shows her what's going on. I think right. that the, we're supposed to think that AD just uses Jenna because she hates the girls. Yeah. And she's an easy person. But so but they, she has, like, a love-hate. But she hates Spencer most of all. I think. But she wants to. She's in love with Arya. She like wants Arya to be her best friend. No, no, no. I mean Jenna. Oh, Jenna, Jenna hates the oh, girls. Oh, I thought you meant right. Alex. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean Jenna. Like I, whatever, whoever is a has always just been utilizing Jenna's hatred for the girls. Yeah. And okay. her ability to get things done is yeah. what I think we're supposed to believe. All right. But then also she was manipulating Jenna because she was offering her to pay for her surgery right so that's why which still didn't work which still didn't work which we knew we've been saying for a while those eyeballs are done right right (laughs) you're done but yeah all those i mean the guy now i'm just gonna get on tangent and answer but i thought that was so unnecessary like the next generation like addison like so maya's cousin unnecessary so unnecessary i hated that at the end it's all happening again who the fuck cares it's so unnecessary you know what i wonder do the writers even watch the show or that's do they just only discuss it in the writer's room that's what Interesting. i like i feel yeah. like they don't watch it i thought about that or even like but that's why and it obviously the writers and marlene will like read things online about what the fans felt about the show like that's clear mm-hmm. but do you think they ever like if they would have sat down with the three of us and mm-hmm. had us articulate, because I don't think, of, of course, they are coming at it from a different perspective of the questions that to us feel so pressing. And to them, they're like, oh, you thought that was a thing? Right. But it's mm-hmm. like they don't understand as a body of work necessarily because they're not a, ingesting it the way we right. are. Yeah. And they also have biases because they know that certain things were rabbit trails that were meant to be red herrings all along. And they don't understand that to us, it came across as of such importance. So I think to really sitting down and like having face-to-face conversations Mm -hmm. with fans that are as passionate as us, they could understand some of these lingering questions that they probably don't even see as, or they understand, oh yeah, we never answered it. But to them, they're Mm -hmm. like, right, who the fuck cares? But like, we care. We care. care. 
right. And I think they're just, I don't know. I think you make a good point. Like they don't necessarily see it the way we see it. They yeah. can't, you know, and right. like being a part of creating it, you're never going to see it and absorb well, it the way we do. Yeah. And you don't get how like fun it is. Like when you're watching and you see Mona, like giving these like codes and you figure them out and you, the, you figure out the ones that they didn't figure out on the show and you're like, Oh, Maya knew. What did Maya know? Oh my God. What did Maya know? They're giving us this big yeah. important clue for us to figure out and it doesn't mean anything right. and nobody cares. And it was just stupid. Like why? But so like if you don't experience the fun of like figuring that out, then you it doesn't mean anything to you. It was just right. probably like an afterthought to them. But then right. it's like Right. But I'm sorry, Bethany Young was a big fucking plot point. Yeah. And she never feels. and she just happened to buy the same outfit. What? And yeah. be there for no reason? Yeah. Like what? Well, was it we were told that it was fake, but did we when Allie wrote what the letter? Out, there was a letter that they found in the hat box where Ali wrote to Bethany and said, hey, said, like, come to my house on Labor whatever. Day or whatever. Yeah. And like, I want to meet you and talk to you about like, like our shared like interest or something like they were pen pals. We were led to believe uh-huh. yeah. and that she bought the shirt for Bethany to come there. So it's like flimsy motivation for that. But I like, feel but like. why? Like, right? Like, that's what I feel we like. We never it is. get it's a like full story. Was as to like Allie the gonna whole hurt thing. her? Was Bethany gonna hurt someone? Was like, Allie working with Charlotte? How did Bethany? How did Allison even know Bethany existed? Yeah, there was the whole tapes that she found that we're led to believe she found, and that was part of like. But, but see, I don't think that we were led to believe that Allie ever knew those tapes. That's how the girls figured it out. But I don't think they ever say right. how Allie knew about Bethany happened in those two years is still know. it makes no know. sense like, nothing makes any sense um i did like though that they brought back some songs around which yeah. i think there was, was a lot of good songs that was, fun. That that was like back. the maya song it just this takes, takes a, a second, second for my world to come crumbling down and then there was also a song i think <laughs> when toby and spencer are together i'm yeah. forgetting which one but mm-hmm. that was it like there were a few like throwback songs that like that was really special to me. That I really appreciated. So wait, something just occurred to me. Was the whole like Scrabble thing that was was that Alex? I was trying to figure that I out. Still don't know I was to, to this that day. Wait, wait, wait. I watched that scene no. a few times because when they played Scrabble, they didn't hook up, right? Did yeah, she they hooked up later, and yes. then she came back. So, so when she came I think back, she was acted Spencer. like she didn't remember then. Because she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, when he was like, oh, she, he was like, oh, I saw that you won at Scrabble or something, like the word you right. played or whatever. But does, but that means that it was Alex and not Spencer the whole time in the engagement party. Or no, 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 yeah. no, 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 because because Spencer says, take me back to your room. Right, and they play yeah. Scrabble. They don't hook up, and right. then she leaves without them hooking up. Oh, right, right. You're me the next day. Right, and right. Yeah. Alex so that was comes back in the hotel room. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. No, no, and correct. that's kind of how you're supposed to know correct. because. Yeah. Spencer was just like, let's play Scrabble. Right. And Alec was like, let me get that dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed Kelly's little body roll with that. That yeah. was great. Um, we also got Ambrose home for Wayward Children. I did like that they tied in Ambrose Pavilion. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, allegedly, no one knew Alex existed then, so it shouldn't have mattered. Right. Yeah. It shouldn't have mattered at but all. But so it was still, sh- like, it was just so, like, I remember the whole room was just like, <gasps> yeah. Ambrose, there was something there. I so, know. but that shows that they do remember shit like that. Right. So you tied something back to when she didn't know that Spencer even existed. So right. what was the point of that? Right. Um, the whole Aria not having kids, Ezra thing, like, I don't know. And again, I feel like we're a little bit rehashing. I can't remember how much we said or didn't say, mm-hmm. but 
uh, so much of that plot line was just weird to me. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't absolutely. know. It's like, I want to give, and for me, I have my own personal biases because I've, I've never wanted kids. So I admittedly cannot relate to the anguish that a woman feels when she finds out that she can't have kids. But it just seemed like it's strange. Something didn't feel settled about the way that she was feeling so, but then Ezra, and like, then he I actually did get upset. Like, yes. that was what's so weird about it because... Like I would understand. They didn't a man set you're it up marry, in like, any way what? of them like talking about what kind of kids they were. And, right. You know, like, yeah. they didn't. They never established them like wanting kids together in any way, which yeah. they could have. They could have easily done. Even with Malcolm, it didn't seem like they were like, "Well, one day we'll be doing yes. this." There was never yes, anything never like did. that. I just think to me, what was felt funny about it was like. It, it is just sort of solidifying that the whole thing of like women are only as valuable as their ability to procreate. And yeah. I said, that's not to undermine women who would be devastated to learn that they can't have a child because mm-hmm. that is very meaningful to them. But it just seems like it if, if for a show that's trying to like defy these stereotypes and be so open-minded and be mm-hmm. like, these yeah. things aren't like, and not speak about things in like the very stereotypical way mm-hmm. that we're socialized to speak about them. But then for Ari to be devastated, like now my husband won't want me and I'm worthless because I can't have a child. And then well, also and then for, for him, him to, to validate actually, it a little well, bit. I think he was also so more weird. upset that he's like, you've been going to several doctors about this and you haven't told me you haven't, clued me in that you were suffering like this but, that, like, but i think that's what was so fucked up about, about the way he reacted to it right. it's like she was so scared of your, your reaction and instead of being understanding you were like right you had a fucked up reaction right like what right Correct. but i don't know but i i thought that whole plot line was stupid i i thought everything else that they just kind of threw in there for no reason was stupid like right. all of like that whole plot line with her and like trying to create drama where there wasn't. And I did, although I did kind of like that, like they let Hala be a little bit like, ugh, the married couple. Bickering, right. Constantly right. 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 Yeah. Cause that's felt very real. And right. even though she's like trying to get pregnant, even though they're having all these troubles and she's just like, you're making my ovaries angry or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. cute. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. <sighs> Here's something that we talked about a lot, but now after hearing some interviews, I have to rehash is the mm. Spencer uh, Alex accent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk so about the accent. So she said in that after show thing that she watched a lot of Sid Vicious interviews and like she thought of oh yeah she was modeling after Sid Vicious I yeah, heard her say that which Sid Vicious does have like the worst British accent he's British but like his accent is like the worst of the British I feel like I mean right. he's like he's punk he's like very like rough so I kind of get it but I also feel like mm-hmm. again I think we said this in the podcast previously but like was there no one on the set that was kind of like it's not working this isn't really but also like what, right. what interviews from when like like interviews from when were they current? Because Sid Fishes is dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's my point. Like my my point is that her accent sounded so dated. It yeah. didn't sound like somebody who currently grew up right. Like right in England and in, in any class. You know well, what I mean. The whole show is ridiculous with the dating because I mean we all talk about the fact that these the girls were probably born in the 90s but they have nurses looking like the 90s. yes exactly <laughs> you know, exactly like. well right and then i think no matter what and we could and i am not an authority on accents you know but 
like you guys just said, like no matter what, I feel like we can just all agree that you can split hairs however and if it's accuracy or whatever, but it was distracting. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was, whatever, it was weird and distracting and yeah. was comical. Yeah. It just made and me sad because she's such a great actress yes. and that's why they gave it to her. And I and feel yeah. like they really underserved her with the direction yeah. of being like, yeah, this is great. And, like, I know it's exhausting. Like, she had to play two characters. It's really, yeah. really hard. Yeah. And usually, like, you absolutely give someone leeway, but I just feel like they could have pushed her more to do it a little cleaner or a little right. different. It was just a wrong choice yeah. for her to model her accent after, I think. And it just made me sad because looking back at it, I was like, maybe people won't appreciate what a good actress this girl is because of this. But the thing that was so interesting, though, is I do feel like... Her performance was good otherwise. Yeah, like absolutely. The mo- like all of her facial expressions, her like body language was different. I totally agree Her mannerisms agree with that. were different. Totally like, agree. She did really create a whole other character. Absolutely. And even when that scene where she's like mirroring oh God, Spencer. That was a and, like, great oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Great. Like that was so awesome. I agree. So she did like knock it out of the park except for the accent, yes. which was distracting. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um... Uh, I mean, we talked about the drunk bombs being just fucking awesome. And that is like that fan service that I thought mm-hmm. was, oh, that was they like hit it on the head. That Absolutely. was the perfect yeah. amount of fan service. Uh-huh. Although I wish Lowe, Pam was with was the that. other two moms when they were talking about oh, getting yeah. out. Because they were yeah. just like, Pam didn't drink for a year. And then they all like right. kind of like do shudder and then go away. Right. It would have been <laughs> funny to just like see Pam do like a little like <laughs> look. Like, a <laughs> wah, wah. like Pam looking at alcohol forlorn being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, we talked about Ali's proposal self-centered. I think we talked about that. I mean, that was the weirdest. But, uh, like, but, but it would have been out of character for her me? to do anything else. Yeah, that's true. true. So true. <laughs> true. So it was true. the most Ali proposal um, imaginable. Can I? Okay, I have some questions. And go back it off. I obviously, if I skipped over anything you guys want to talk about, but can we? Now we're kind of approaching the the nitty gritty of like the snowball of all the big reveals and the plot. Mm-hmm. So. When Mona goes and kidnaps Spencer, deja vu, bitch, like that was fun. Why? I feel like this is like a dummy. Am I a total dummy? Why did Mona kidnap Spencer if she was playing the A game to figure out who AD was? Why then would Mona go along and kidnap Spencer to bring Spencer to AD's no, lair? No, I, I thought that Alex like forced her to do that. Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. So Mona's like under AD's spell right now. Like, no, like basically forget, AD's like. I forget what the specifics were of what how she was able to mm-hmm. blackmail Mona. Control okay, Mola. see, I forget I, what the details were. I don't remember but that. But it was definitely like. But we were led to believe in some way on the show that AD had something well, over it's Mona. The same, yeah, because it's the same reason that she had the mask the melissa mask on was see i thought though, then, that when she, she was she just was like playing same. ad too i thought at the end we were led to believe that mona was like haha i was playing the game just to we're figure out who yeah. ad was well but no why just to win the game because she won the game because oh, yeah, okay. she got them in the in doll dollhouse okay. but which okay we could talk about that later but i did kind of like that ending I, did I like that. loved that. I that's my favorite spot. That's, I think, the Mo- reason why I yes. like the ending so much. Is I think that, that was a really that. satisfying ending. But Mona I, won the, the game. God thing, bless. Yes. Yeah. And she gets to have the dolls and everyone feels like they have their just desserts. But I didn't really see Mary as a villain. I agree. And that kind of made me a little sad. Well, that comes to my other questions. And this am I also super dumb? Like, I guess, was... Mary just feeling like she had to do whatever Alex said because was she scared of Alex? Like, why did Mary stab Spencer? Why is Mary listening to Alex? I think she was... She was sedating Spencer. Yeah. 
She was listening to Alex because she felt worse because Alex got the real shit end of the stick. Yes. She felt like she had to I then feel like she felt, I think betray she was doing Spencer? it out of guilt. I don't think she was trying to betray Spencer. Rose. Yeah, please. I think that... She, I think she was trying to play both sides a little bit. You have to open a, a new bottle, Sue. Okay. In the way. Like, I think she was felt guilty about what happened to Alex and was okay. trying to help her. And Alex was lying to her about her true intentions. Okay. I get that. That makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Marlene, for mm-hmm. explaining to me about the show that I should have understood by watching the show. Uh, anyways, <laughs> something well, while Sue's getting that wine, and I feel like I might have mentioned this, pretty little grown men, just I cannot recommend that podcast enough. They're just all over this show and have great insight. But um, something that they also said was that in so much that they agree that it feels like this separate little addendum world of PLL that Mm -hmm. we just lived in for a season and a half, that they were trying to get away with a very stereotypical slasher ending where it's sort of like, ha-ha, like this big, and they articulate it much more eloquently than me, so go listen to, I think it was a couple episodes ago. But it's like they're trying to get away with, or no, it would have been last time because, um, like, here is this sort of big crazy reveal that feels left field and doesn't make sense and is a bunch of show, which like, yeah, that would be great if we just watched ostensibly what in a way it feels like we watched was just sort of this separate movie mm-hmm. of PLL, this totally different thing, but it doesn't make sense. It's not satisfying. It's satisfying if we just watched an hour and a half slasher movie and right. it's like, well, that was crazy, but it's yeah. not satisfying because this is Pretty Little Liars right. and exactly. it's supposed to be more nuanced than that. It didn't even follow the rules of slasher, which is what they were setting up is that Charlotte should be alive. True. In the sense mm, of slasher. Because that's what it, they were setting up for. And that's why we're like, point. they left off the second to last episode. Or like, yeah. Yep. They were just like, all right, Charlotte's alive. Mm-hmm. That's the only way this is, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to their finale yet, but I can't wait for them to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, it was yeah. Good um, uh, I thought it would have been good if Charlotte was alive. Absolutely. And, and Spencer had a twin. Like, I think it would have made it more interesting. I think I would not have been... I don't know. I don't know now what I would have felt. Like, I don't think in, in the... I was always saying I wouldn't have been happy if CeCe was alive, but now it's like, if this was the ending, I think with this being the ending, I would have... It would have somehow made it a little better if Charlotte was alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, in a vacuum, I would have said... I was always saying no, and if this wasn't the ending, I don't... I don't know. Guys, I don't know anymore. But I have other lists of clues that okay. were fucking pointless. Okay, go. <laughs> and again, not enough credit to PLL Sherlock. Also, Sherlock, this is your last chance. Are you ever going to come on the podcast? Let us know. And thank mm-hmm. you for shouting us out. Yeah. Sherlock yeah. is giving us a lot of love on our Instagram, so thank you, Sherlock. Thank Sherlock. you. Um, but Patsy Klein record. Point, like, okay. It was a clue to the fact that she had a, given a record. Like, But what? like, why would we know that? Like, why? It's only a clue if something in who Patsy Klein is or her music or titles of songs. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. otherwise it's not a fucking clue. Like, okay, we see a green bracelet here and a green, but what the fuck does it mean? Like it's not yeah. an actual fucking clue because it doesn't make our wheels spin about any, it's just like, Oh, how are we supposed to know that CC's favorite music was Patsy Klein? And then like, what, what was that ever mm-hmm. supposed to mean? Or was it supposed wasn't, to be more and you fucked it up? Wasn't that scene with Allie and Spencer dancing and Radley. That wasn't Patsy no, Klein. No, that, that, that was I'm Your Puppet. That was a different, not Patsy Klein. Okay. But that was also an interesting, like, because they're saying that we just thought of this whole AD thing in the later half of everything, and there's so many good clues in season three and season four to what you uh, assume and hope is happening in the future. And yeah, in that scene in Radley that we talk about a lot, I'm Your Puppet, that's the name of the episode, and Allie's like, 
didn't your mother have this record? And Spencer goes, your mother. So, like, at yeah. that point, though, did they know that the Jessica and Mary twin thing was happening? I don't think so. I don't know. Ugh, it's just like, God damn it. And then also. But that's a good thing. Like, if they were to, like, yeah. put that vague clue out there and mm-hmm. then we're like, now we're going to bring that to fruition. Right. Like the eggs. Right. Right. <laughs> eggs to fruition. Right. Because, like, because if she's saying your mother didn't your, I mean, whatever. I can't even wrap my brain on what, what it would mean either way. And then there's so many clues with, like, apples and pies. And then also oh, pie, yeah. like, the number 3.14, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then also actual pies. But then what did that, like, it just seems like those clues and those are things that Sherlock posts about a lot but and they there is a lot of pie and pie and apples but what does it ultimately mean it's more just Mm -hmm. like these thematic things that recur but we think of them as clues but ultimately they're not really they had nothing to do with anything right no nothing to like do with your anything. family has the worst apples that time that ali says that to spencer that's like one thing that's interesting maybe the only but thing i don't even think at that point they knew it was going to happen yeah so it actually no. is meaningless but the, they did have the apple orchard and that was all the scenes where they discovered who charles that charles was a, a family member mm-hmm. you True. know because that then they used to go apple picking but yeah. then they were still making those references after they revealed that right so like so and we know that <laughs> well and even all, all of like the queen of hearts stuff and all of like oh, yeah. yes and all of the like even like pll sherlock has like a great like chess hashtag where there's all these like oh yeah the chess. great chess just go yeah. back and revisit pll sherlock's entire fucking catalog i intend to do it i've been doing yeah. it and it almost some ways just makes you sad because it's all like why don't, if you were just reading PLL sherlock's talk thing about how they feel because i feel like i get yeah. some of the sense on social but come on and talk to us we love you also though well and i feel like so so plo sherlock there there are two people that do the instagram there's sherlock and there's watson and sherlock is who we have not had on yet but watson yes friend of the podcast has been on if you guys go back yes watson was on so you guys go back and look in our early episodes i mean if you look i can't remember off the top of my head which which episode episode i should have i meant to look before we started but i mean it's like with watson like if you just even google probably cabernet watson or something like Mm. the episode will come up that we talked to one half of plo Mm -hmm. sherlock so so go check out that episode is a really fun one she called in um, but yes, if, if like the writers and Marlene would have looked at like all these awesome fucking clues and like that, that it would have yeah. been a, that Sherlock found, it would have been a better. Yeah. <laughs> well, why didn't they just call her the fuck up and ha- hire her as a consultant? I I'm agree. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm angry that our theory of Sherlock being part of them wasn't oh, true. Oh, I know. I, know. <laughs> I almost was I like, know. I almost, I had, oh, there was a theory I briefly had of who she might be, but then I, I let go of it. But like, I actually heard... I heard that, like George R. R. Martin, who wrote, wrote the the books of Game of Game Thrones, of Thrones. Um, it has yet to write the final book in the series. But he entrusted one fan with what happens. Right. Oh, is that what it is? But I also yep. I heard that he because he's like old, that he has just that he is actually like hiring ghostwriters who are like super fans. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. told like a co- like I think it's maybe one. I didn't know if it was more. Okay, maybe. I don't but know. But like yeah, he's told the super fans like what happens and how it should carry out and they've written fan fiction and he's read it and he's been like you know my writing so yes. I will do that in case I pass. Right. Which is so smart. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, so but smart. then also yeah. like 
why why didn't you just do that? Why didn't you just call up PLL Sherlock and hire her as a consultant on yeah. the on the on the show? And like and then you wouldn't have to worry about people su- like suing you because you they think you stole a fan theory. Like you just would yeah. incorporate them. And even um in uh, Breaking Bad, like there was like oh, yeah. a kid who had like a terminal cancer or something yeah and was a super fan and like had um with uh what's his name vince uh gilligan yes um and i guess like that he talked to and and based on his conversation with that super fan like it did affect the way that he wrote the ending of the show yeah and i and the super fan got to see the ending before anyone else or hear what happened yeah yeah yeah. before he passed Yeah. yeah and so i just think like and and i i i personally love the breaking bad finale it's one of the best. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I agree. They tied up everything. They brought mm-hmm. people back from the beginning. And, and I think that was the, one of the things that the kid had said is like, these characters from the beginning, I would like to see them in the finale and like tie that whole thing together yep. instead of leaving that as a loose end. And, and I just think they, they should have done that. Yeah. Like with, the, with a fandom like this passionate, totally. like I almost feel like you have to or else no one's going to be happy. Could not agree more. Well, and I think it's also the, the speaks to the modern day essence of this show where it became the number one social show it was the first show that there was social ratings on Mm. and it was like you have a show where your fan base is such a large conversation of social conversation that you Mm -hmm. have to get into that and Mm -hmm. i think they did but just not full enough Mm -hmm. and i think it's something that like i do think she learned from loss by paying attention to this stuff and looking at this stuff and trying better but i think that like maybe the next big show after this has to look at that even harder like Mm -hmm. i think that this is something that we're going to see from Mm -hmm. tv series moving forward is that there is going to have to be more of a listening to your most arduous fan like the, yeah. the most mm-hmm. passionate yeah. fans yep. because they're the ones that get your story and i mean totally. as a writer like how cool is that that you've got all these people who are right. willing to jump in on that process with yes. you and and just in any art form and like this is just the nature of art you're you can never predict all of the ways it's going to strike an emotional chord with people Absolutely. and how it's going to be interpreted. Oh, completely. And so when you are working in a medium like television and this is spanning over the course of years, you have the luxury of responding to the emotions that it's creating in people. Yep. And go either going with that or, or not, you know? Yeah. And um I feel like they could have done a better job. Totally. I agree. One thing that we didn't talk about about the episode that I wanted to was uh, the fact that Toby's house came back into play, which made me happy. Yeah, that w- yeah. Wait, I, the the house that Toby built oh, yeah, 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 was yeah. where the, the like entrance was, yeah. to the lair. Yeah. And I feel like I liked that, that it was Dollhouse 2.0, where yeah. it was like Doll Village. Yeah. Which was just an assimilation of yeah. village. Yeah. And it was like the Truman show of it being like, yeah. oh, this isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the whole aesthetic of it was cool. The mm-hmm. way yeah. they made that village and the way it was even more ridiculous than Rosewood. Yeah. Right. So I agree. Well, that. and the other thing is that bothered me about that, uh, the whole thing of her, and it all goes back to the main problem with the ending being Alex having no motivation to do anything. Why did, when did she ever meet Toby? Like when, wh- when did she fall in love with him? Like right. what was, at what point, did she experience Toby in a yeah. way that made her want to kill Ren and take over Spencer's identity so yeah. that she could be with him? Yeah. Like, w- like what, what did, when did that occur? And it's also yeah. kind of like him. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, a little, 
Like, out I mean, of everybody. Uh, him? I mean, you, you, didn't take, you, you didn't want to take Caleb? Caleb? You don't want Caleb? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Have yeah. you seen Caleb? Did yeah. you see that? Or Essence also, of boyfriend in a bottle. Or what about Jake? Did you check out Jake? He was super hot. <laughs> yeah. Martial arts teacher. Yeah. Like, of all the dudes, like, and it, what was it about Toby? And I mean, I guess it's just like she could Their have love been, they have. And like yeah, seeing she, like their, her being obsessed with Spencer and wanting to be Spencer. Seeing how much Toby cares about her, yeah. Yeah. But he didn't for like the years that she was supposedly knowing who they were yeah like in in the Good years point. that alex would have been aware of toby he wasn't in spencer's life at all he was engaged to yvonne and how did she know because i think we're supposed to believe she caused that car accident that toby would live in yvonne oh wouldn't. really oh i didn't even catch that maybe not i could be making that up guys i don't know we need to get more well, i actually so would have liked that better than just been like a random right car accident i think the car accident is supposed to be rosewood like yeah, not being able to leave yeah, Rosewood. Yeah, have a way of keeping you in. Yeah. And True. I mean, that was the the whole ending of like the, it happening again is that like the idea is, is that it's the town more than anything that yeah. keeps this fucked up mm-hmm. cycle, cycle going. Mm-hmm. So You watched Buffy, right? Yeah. You know what it reminded me that of that episode of Buffy where like some guy kills his girlfriend and their ghosts haunt a couple like every oh, few yeah. years and then they like yeah and so it's I just like and the same scenario keeps playing out over and over again yep and so that's what it kind of reminded me of um that that was not, that show has the list of that and angel both have best endings of a series oh, as really? well that keeps coming up and the one that is always uh thought about and like angel. there's every list that i read this morning that was different was sopranos Oh, oh yeah, I know people. Uh, a lot of people were really disappointed by that. I, I'm pulled on both ways. I yeah. think it was tough because you don't. It, it was left up to interpretation. What it, yeah. how it happens in the right. end, right. and I think that's something that's like tough. Yeah, right. right. Speaking of that, should we read some endings? Oh yes, oh, yes. Okay. Let's Definitely do it. Charles. Let's read yeah. some. Thank you. Let's read some alternate <laughs> endings. Okay, so guys, and if we, I think we got them all. If we didn't, I truly apologize. We're humans. And I think we ag- I think we ha- no. aggregated all the ones we were sent. I know. Spoiler alert: We're humans. Okay, <laughs> so let's start going through them, and, yes, and we're yes, going to pick we're like definitely humans. We're <laughs> wink. Definitely not lizard not. people. Why did you think that? No, I don't know who said that. Human programming. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um, well, okay. Oh, oh, so we got. Did you already I, select a winner? Or are we going to no, discuss it? No, okay. we're, we're reading read these yeah. live. Yeah. We're going to so pick. I get to be a part of it. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, this is from Whitney. Uh, I would have been so much happier if it ended with AD being Hannah. They never gave her credit for being very smart. Mona and Hannah had made fun of so much for being nerdy and Hannah being chunky. Hannah and Mona never got over being bullied, so they planned to get close from the people to the people who had hurt them most. From the beginning, they worked together to get back at them. So Mona betraying Hannah was all planned out. With Mona being so devoted to Hannah, she was so easily manipulated as were the other girls. Hannah had to play dumb and keep any potential suspicion off her. Once A got to be bigger than her, she needed other people uh, without anyone suspecting her. She had all the people helping her. And with the problems happening to her, she was smart enough to play so dumb. When Caleb figured it out, finally, he had been so invested in Hannah, he only wanted to help her do all this to everyone. Once mm. the girl's theory started to roam, Caleb and Hannah rushed to marry, so if they were caught, they couldn't incriminate each other. Mm-hmm. That only Ooh. explains why they rushed around being married. They had to kill anyone that stood in their way. Why else would Hannah not slam on the brakes to hit Archer? Caleb shot Spencer killed Maya at St. Germain and anyone else around them that needed to die to keep from any fingers pointing at them. Hannah was mad at Emily, Spencer, and Aria for sticking next to Allison after how horrible she made fun of her and Mona. After Hannah making her mom take over the job at Radley, she was able to keep a close eye on everything. Mona has become so devoted to Hannah that she would do anything, even take the blame to keep from people Mm. suspecting Hannah. Everything fueled by mental anguish from being bullied. Bullied children get 
a push to do crazy things. All right, Whitney. I all like right. that. All right. Yeah. That's good. That and good. it also brings in the like, oh man, this is a long one. Ooh, maybe we didn't, maybe we didn't think this through. These are really long. <laughs> right. I'll give kind of like, okay, so this is from Miranda. <laughs> Haley. Wait, Miranda sent in? Yes. Oh, this is from a this cat, is Miranda. Our <laughs> cat. Our, I just said our cat. It's fine. I mean, it is your cat. You it guys is your basically cat. live together. You're paying <laughs> the Con Ed bill. Okay, we decided. Yeah. <laughs> so Miranda says, I'm going to try to like a little bit paraphrase. Hey, ladies, I was disappointed that Twinster wasn't more integrated into the overarching plot. Ding, ding, you ding. and us yes. both, Miranda. Trying could have been Alex for way longer and would have done an amazing job. Here's my attempt. I spent way too much time with this on work today. Okay. Season one <laughs> and two. Mona is A, but she, maybe I'll just read it. Mona is A, but she is... Someone whispering in her ear, encouraging her to get revenge on all the girls right. and Allie. That night, Bethany Young is actually Alex Drake. However, her face is half burned, so no one can tell it's Spencer's twin. The doctor lied when she said they sold Alex to a wealthy yeah, family. What happened with the burn stuff? No, nothing ever stuff. happened with the fucking burn thing. The mask was burned. Oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of season, yeah. Bradley bought her for social experiments, which included the stuff in the dollhouse and an experiment that burned her face. Charlotte and Alex both end up in Radley, but in different wards. Alex is in the baby ward. Soon she's adopted by the young family that have a daughter around her age with blonde hair. Sarah. More on that later. Ah, Alex's name is changed to Bethany to protect her from Charlotte. Eventually, Alex acts up and is sent back to Radley, despite Charlotte being there. Radley's so awful, they would send her back there. (laughs) I love the Radley shade incorporated in this. Um... (laughs) Alex then meets Mona when she's in Radley years ago. Let's pretend Mona's always had this hyper personality disorder, hyper reality disorder. That is, this is where Alex learns about how awful Allie is and her band of bitches. Jessica knows it is her sister's daughter, her niece. That's why she is Aunt Jessie. Jessica feels responsible for Alex, wants to take care of her on behalf of Mary, but hates Spencer because she attempts to be better than Allie, which she doesn't appreciate. Charlotte escapes the night of the first secret where she sees Allie and her friends for the first time. Mona starts assembling a team of followers to kill Allie. Mona and Alex decide to start stalking Allie. Mona fakes... Uh, that she's better to get out of Radley. All the A-Techs start before the Halloween episode. They plan on killing her that night, but Charlotte intercepts as she finds out about the plan and is worried her newfound sister will get hurt. Charlotte and Alex both escape, hence Jessica is called. Okay, that night. Charlotte dresses like Allie to sneak in and out of Radley, hence the whole CC Drake at Radley dressed like Allie. Radley people are dumb. <laughs> Charlotte sees Spencer. Charlotte is Allie to get closer to her and reunite the whole family. And Allie, uh, okay, Charlotte sees Spencer and Allie fight. Furious, Charlotte throws a rock at Allie to protect her sister. Jessica sees and buries her, blah, blah, blah. Mona, that's her writing, blah, blah, blah. Mona and Alex <laughs> think their plan worked, but then they see her walking down the road while they're driving. Alex hides in the back as Mona drives her to Lost Woods Resort, a place that Alex remembers from letters her mom wrote her. If you ever need a place to hide, go to the Lost Woods. Mona pretends to help Allie. Mona, Alex, and the lair discuss killing Allie, how they will do it and how they decide to let her live in order to make her suffer, feeling completely alone. All this stuff with board shorts, beach hottie, NAT club still happened, which convinces Allie to run away because there's plenty of people that wanted to kill her. In Mona's lair, Alex discovered the dolls and the photographs. She sees a picture of Spencer and Aria. She sees a resemblance to herself and Spencer and steals a photo. This photo sits in her room where Eddie Lamb sees it. The body in the grave is Bethany Young because they put a different body of the girl in the grave and changed the dental records. Melissa pushed a random girl that Mona and Alex placed their dressed in placed there, dressed in alley clothes that Charlotte gave them. Season two plays out the same. Mona comes back to Radley. Over two years, Charlotte and Alex are united and start planning ways to get back at Alley. Um, and Spencer back get back at Alley stole her life, and Spencer stole Alex's life. They played mm-hmm. a board game, the one that Spencer finds in Radley. Charlotte and Alex help Mona with torturing the girls. Season three. Maya knew about Alley. Who helps them torturing the girls? Charlotte and Alex helped Mona with torturing the girls. Oh, help Mona. Okay. <laughs> Season three. Maya knew about Allie being alive because Allie hid in Nolcon's cabin. She was running away the night that she was killed to tell the police, but not her cousin. Go to her first. Mona gets out, plays the game. Alex gets released from Radley and becomes Redcoat. Awesome. All mm-hmm. the while, Charlotte has been released and starts building a dollhouse that she uses Sarah Harvey. 
Bethany's foster sister, Sarah Young, as her first subject. Spencer goes for Adley. Wilden kills Garrett because he's going to admit that Allie didn't die that night. But Wilden covered it up for Charlotte, and he'd get in trouble, so he kills Garrett to protect himself. Fire at the Lodge is Melissa, Darren, Jenna, and Shauna as they the A-team to attack the liars, but Allie comes in to save them. Mona doesn't know who Redcoat is because Alex and Charlotte never reveal that it is them, turning their backs on Mona, the original A. Alex mm, is the other Redcoat, yeah. not Sarah. Charlotte lied to keep Alex's identity a secret, and Alex and Ren fall in love. Um fall in love and Radley when he treats Mona season four Marion was pushed off the roof by Alex and Charlotte because she finds them on the roof where they aren't supposed to be and they are supposed to be separate as Charlotte is in a higher security room Black Widow is Alex the half burned face because Charlotte killed Wilden when he sees Alex at the lodge and I the fire he keeps asking Charlotte about it he says it's in his head he wants to ruin the plan Ezra isn't writing a book but is trying to find Allie because he's convinced that she's still alive he goes insane and needs to find her because he's a super pedo <laughs> Alex <laughs> finds out and gets Charlotte to help him because they don't want Allie coming back and need us to be a step ahead Season five, Allie is back. Mona gets her army to make her life a living hell, etc. Ren goes to England with Melissa, so Alex follows. He has an affair with her. That's why he's not seeing that episode where Spencer goes to England. He helps pay for her face to be reconstructed. That's when Charlotte arrives and meets her at the airport with a new face, new look, etc. They hang out like Alex says with Archer, etc. But Charlotte needs to go back and finish her plan, the dollhouse, something she always dreamed of. She confesses that she has a Sarah Harvey. Alex is thrilled because she was awful to her when they fostered Alex. Alex desperately wants to go back, but she stays in England to get away from it. Kidnap Mona, dollhouse, all the same. Alex fakes her death at Radley, which is why the coroner's report the body of the random girl is Bethany Young. Radley people pretend that it makes sense to cover up the fact that they tortured her, which brings Mary out and then finds Spencer and kills Jessica, blah, blah, blah. Season 6A, mostly the same. Spencer feels connected to Charlotte Charles because it's her actual sister. Charlotte plays this awful game of switching between pronouns and taking the identity of Charles as a way to explain the full story later on and protect the CC Drake facade. She lets him go purposely to torture them more, but in real life. Charlotte confesses at Radley as she goes through a mental breakdown and thinks she's finished the game. Sarah follows along as Charlotte brainwash her or something who who cares shower die soon enough <laughs> season 6b charlotte comes out of her breakdown so she gets jenna to call archer jenna's only there to get her eyes back and wants to cash out that the cash that charlotte has archer pretends to be a doctor to help her out etc all the while alex is waiting in england worrying about her sister who calls ren to check on alex melissa leaves ren mona kills charlotte to protect the girls and herself archer finds mary and tells her about the girls and how they killed charlotte they are a emoji masks are all just a trial run for the ventral masks of wilden hannah melissa etc the burner apartment was shared between alex and archer 7a same stuff alex goes to redwood rosewood to see charlotte finds out she's dead and becomes ad starts playing their turn of the game kisses toby noel's a part of it alex has proof that his father messed up both charlotte and her own adoption and noel is pr profiting off the money that the radley obtained from allowing experiments on patients for various companies Whoa. jenna shoots spencer and noel dies not part of the plan oops 70 <laughs> oops alex develops the game as she learns that hannah didn't kill charlotte and doesn't know that mona did alex does her stuff she kidnaps ezra because she's in love with aria she wants aria out of the picture ezra out of the picture to show her allow her to be aria she doesn't kill Mona because the reason she kept the game going wasn't to find um, Charlotte's killer like Archer and Mary wanted, but to keep the girls in Rosewood so she could become Spencer. Otherwise, oh. what's the point in switching spots if the girls aren't all together? That was part of Alex's plan from the start. She used Charlotte's death and releases a way to lure them together. That was way longer than I imagined. Hope it makes some sense. Miranda! <laughs> I mean... You can't see this, but I'm bowing I mean, down. Yeah, that was I, like... I bow down. I, I mean, literally just feel like I watched the show I wanted to. That was so much better than the real ending. And that would have made so much sense and it would have tied everything together and that is exactly what I wanted the ending to be. That was fucking amazing. Why do I love everyone named Miranda? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, everyone named Miranda is amazing. Okay, we have, oh my gosh, you guys, these are long. Was this like, well, this one isn't as, okay, guys, we're, we're fine. People like this, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. 
Think about how long the My Favorite Murder episodes have gotten. They're like two and a half hours now. Oh, I really? listen to all of them. Oh my god, yeah. They got too gruesome for me. Oh, and like ninety percent of them is them just like talking about random bullshit. Okay, so, I'll go back. There we yeah. go. <laughs> so this is I Want That Pillow from R. Siegel. So I may be too late to the game, but even so, I feel like this may be cathartic. As a fan since day one of the show and devoted Sarah Shepard fan, this has been more of my life than a twenty-nine-year-old should admit. <laughs> Okay, so here, here, here we are podcasting about it, so you don't have to worry. You're fine. You're amongst friends. So I'm this also is six years older than you. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, the I want the, the pillow alt uh, ending. We see the liars one year later. Hannah and Ke- Caleb are fighting about Mona. Hannah still argues that Mona is inherently good. Caleb is not upset about Mona living with them. Hannah's not consulting him, but she thinks that Mona's out to get Hannah. Allie and Emily are in whatever domestic bliss they seem to have, but there's no Addison. In fact, we never have any scenes with them as teachers. And that strange line by the teen boy in class, like he was going to be important in this episode and not just set up as next gen Lucas or Caleb for whatever spinoff they were pushing. <laughs> if we're going to see Jenna, let Jenna see us too. Let her get those gosh darn vision. Uh, let her get her gosh darn vision back. Our and Ezra have a book planning wedding etc Spencer working for her mom works for me uh, oh Spencer working for her mom works for me which Toby hadn't walked back from New York maybe taken mm-hmm. a bus <laughs> <laughs> we finally get the reveal of Alex there are some changes Alex does not speak with a Dick Van Dyke accent <laughs> <laughs> Troy is better than that she speaks with a normal British um, accent maybe has a piercing this is how I would have preferred it done Mary was under enough drugs from the mistreatment at Radley that she didn't realize she had a second child this child was entered into the foster care adoption system as Bethany Young she had mental instability and ended up at Radley she met Charles pushed Mrs. Cavanaugh off the building etc she never saw Spencer and therefore didn't know she had a twin. Mary Drake had left Radley before she could figure this fact out. As Charles becomes Cece, meets Allie, she sees Spencer and puts two and two together. She does not tell Bethany this as she had hated her for blaming Mrs. C's death on her and puts it in her maniacal tool belt. Jessica knows that she is Spencer's twin and her guilt over the fractured relationship with Cece and the fact that she ended up in Radley creates a relationship between them and why she is her call her Jessica. In addition to Jessica's relationship with her dad, Bethany finds out that her adopted father is having an affair with Jessica and is angered by this, feels betrayed and manipulated. She goes to the dealer at his house to comfort her, where unfortunately she was wearing the same yellow top bought for her by Mrs. D. She is presumed bed, dead, but is not. She forces her way out, laws of physics perhaps notwithstanding. At this point, she sees Spencer in the woods. She flees to England as someone has tried to kill her. She meets Ren, manipulates him into getting involved with Melissa and the Hastings family to begin with to get this info slash wreak havoc. Yes. Bethany remains in hiding while all this other craziness happens. She watches Spencer and becomes jealous of the charmed life she has. She eventually runs into Cece and to bury their not-so-literal hatchet over a shared hatred of Spencer and her friends. Cece and Bethany become close. After Cece dies, Bethany picks up the game to find out who killed Cece and also to manipulate and mess with Spencer's life. She doesn't sleep with Toby. Toby feels weird after just one kiss and doesn't pursue things with her. He can't tell how she's just changed so much in the last year. Mona does her double AD trick, and at the end, when it becomes clear that she really does love Hannah and the liars, the problem between Caleb and Hannah is solved. Ari and Ezra are to be wed. Father doesn't give him his blessing until, because, um, duh. After that (laughs) weird fight in courtyard at Riley, Ezra is kidnapped by Bethany and dies in the process. At the end of the show, Hannah and Caleb are happy, but not pregnant. Spencer and Toby are on the road to recovery. Mona's proven good, and Ari is sad and grieving, but knows that her friends have her back and will move forward. This description helps because we have an explanation for Bethany. We get the major character death we were promised. Not all the liars are with children. Mona gets the credit she deserves and the show doesn't give Ari and Ezra the stamp of approval that honestly weirds me out. Or yeah. we could just see it in day in the life of that guy that drives the hot air balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy was great. He I was forgot fun. how yeah. much I like love the guy like showing up yeah. like he's fucking bullwinkle. Hi, Mrs. Fitz. <laughs> are you Mrs. Fitz? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking liars. Um, okay. We have five more theories that are probably that long. What do we want to do? I have to actually leave. All right. Through the magic of podcasting, we're back a day later. We're back. (laughs) Uh, Kelly Noonan is gone. Yeah. 
don't be alarmed. She's fine. She's fine. She's not missing. This is a different day. This <laughs> yeah. is 24 hours later. We just wanted to give all of your theories the time and attention and let them seep into our brains properly. And we were feeling a little bit loopy. So uh, we've reconvened and let's go. Sue, so let's do another right. um, alternate ending theory for A Chance to Win, Designs by Sarge, a lovely PLL pillow. All right. So I'm going to read Kyla's. All right. Hi, Kyla. Hi, Kyla. Uh, to fix the wrongs of the finale, we'd have to fix most of season six and seven. Oh but boy. I'll go back to Farewell, My Lovely. All the right. girls are all surrounding the game and put it in the final two puzzle pieces put in the final two puzzle pieces we see that it makes some weird dashes and dots which spencer tells the girls is morse code she is starting to figure out the first two letters j a when the door when the game powers down and the doorbell rings the girls go to answer the door and they find jason in black hoodie and gloves he gives them a smirk and says the classic alley line did you miss me mm. and that's the cliffhanger for that episode mm. When the show opens in the finale, the girls are trapped in the barn with Jason, full circle, where it all began. Bless you, Chelsea. Thank you. <laughs> um, I can't Too believe ca Kayla knew that. <laughs> Kayla knew that you were going to sneeze. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not sure how to get rid of tons of experience exposition in this case i mean we would have flashbacks but jason would still be explaining everything so his master plan is to burn them and the barn down mirroring the end of the second arc of the books only Allie did the burning jason is the one character to have the most motive out of anyone first of all he was always overlooked because Allie and her disappearance and then because of charlotte he was supposed to be in on the game with charlotte them dating was all a ruse but she went rogue and left him behind. Coupled with that is his fucked up parents <laughs> and the fact that he always felt something was missing in his family and hated being lied to about Charlotte. And then Charlotte creating the dollhouse without him, he made the blueprints and she stole them. Mm -hmm. And his loneliness, having lost everyone from the NAT club, sent him over the edge. He knew a way to get Allie would be to go through the girls. He also thought that he could lead them to the NAT videos, which he was very proud of. Then, oh, sorry. <laughs> then we start getting some flashbacks that answer some of the se seven seasons long questions. Sorry. Is, is that a Miranda? Oh, yeah, Miranda's trying you to take my flip-flop <laughs> It was a very weird That's feeling. That's so Miranda. <laughs> so Miranda. Anyway, sorry. So, do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Jason was the one who got stabbed in the stomach with the screwdriver by Aria. Of course, he lied when he said he wasn't, and it was Cece in the f his flash flashback. Mm -hmm. He always had to pretend to be stoned alcoholic so he could fly under the radar. Mm. Jason goes over to the dead end game and tells the liars that the greatest prize of all is there, the blueprints for the dollhouse. He put them in there so they could, could never be stolen from him again. Arya asks why he wanted to find out who killed Charlotte if he was mad that she went rogue. He laughs and says it was his turn to create something that couldn't be altered or stolen from him in any way. It wasn't about finding out who killed Charlotte. He just needed to excuse an excuse to frighten the liars. It was another way to play mind games with them. The girls n notice movement in the window behind them, but only Hannah sees it. It's Mona. Mona does the classic shush. Ooh, I like that. Mm. And points to her phone, indicating that she's going to call 911 and to keep Jason talking. Oh. Arya asks Jason why. Asked 
why Jason let her win the game. And he says he thought it was obvious. He's always loved her, even when he hated her. Mm. So he gave her one last chance to beat him. But he said their mistake was walking away from Charles's grave and thinking he would let it be over. Allie sneers at him and says, you can't have a game with no players. No, I suppose you can't, Jason says, and pulls out a lighter. Winning isn't everything, but it's pretty close. Spencer has been inching towards the nearest window, and just as Jason lights the game on fire, Spencer throws a lamp through the window and it breaks. She helps Arya through, and the police show up with Mona behind them. They call the firemen, and the girls rush out the front door, hugging each other and Mona. Jason is handcuffed and taken out of state to a mental hospital because all of the ones in Rosewood are corrupt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they make sure where he's going has maximum security. The girls call Dr. Sullivan and ask to meet with her. They finally explain everything and tell her they want to continue seeing her for help with trauma <laughs> they've experienced. This really should have happened in the show. Right? You're not wrong. <laughs> that was all the first hour and a half. Well, the last hour, half hour, we flash forward two years later. The girls are living in the same apartment cl- complex. They meet up in Allie's suite as they do once a week to catch up on life and drink wine together. As they pour their wine, they start to come up with theories on how their moms came out of the basement <laughs> all those years ago. <laughs> and it sends them into giggle fits for a couple of minutes. Then they get serious and ask how each other are doing mental health-wise. They share the progress they've, they m- they've made and their hopes for the future. And then Emily says, my greatest therapy has been having the support of all of you, even though even through all the trauma we've had so many great times together and a beautiful montage starts of all the moments throughout the series where they've laughed cried and hugged Mm. and when it's over their cell phones beep simultaneously just like the pilot they give each other a look and try not to be scared then hannah reads i'd like to come visit soon how does next weekend sound kisses m and realizing it's mona the girls light light up and smile and hannah's texts types back one word yes and we pan over the tops of the girls heads out the apartment and over the city they all live in the end pops up on screen Ooh. guys i really want this to happen can we film it? i know i was like getting chills that was really sweet that's really sweet you guys are like really fucking good at these <laughs> yeah. i literally thought when we said that it would be like no i feel like it should have been this person yeah but we're getting like, like we're getting like, 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 like screenplays yeah this is great uh, this is fantastic all right well that one's really that good one's too nice. that one's thank great, you Carla. so all right you go you want me to do another one? one okay here we go um this is from taylor uh taylor says um hey guys i love the podcast thanks taylor we love you um <laughs> so i have thoughts on how they could have kept their twist but made it something i didn't want to vomit over so keep <laughs> <laughs> so keep alex i like the idea of a twin but i like it because i re- read the books or read the book so i was always waiting for Allie to announce she was courtney and that's why she had the personality shift but i was okay that it was spencer but they were really fucked up um fucked that up and did a did it dirty um they number did one dirty. they did a dirty uh number one alex should have stayed in Radley her whole life. Mary couldn't stand having both twins gone, so she got to keep the second born. This is why Radley used to have a children's ward. They boarded that shit up when Alex started shit with Charlotte. All right. Number two, <laughs> AD doesn't stand for Alex Drake. That's so fucking stupid. It stands for after death. She's not avenging Charlotte, but instead using her death to pit the liars against each other. I love the fucking rage, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out, girl. Number three, Alex never went by Alex until recently. 
she's actually Bethany Young. Jessica took her on field trips because I she's love her that niece. Everyone's just like, make her fucking Ma- Bethany yes. Young. Yes. It's a theme that I'm behind 100%. Totally. She was close to Charlotte because they were relatives and they were all each other, one another had. Um, but then they ran into problems when Charlotte wanted to transition. C stole all of A's clothes and that's why they were fighting about the roof of Radley. Um, oh, and that's what they were fighting about on the roof of Radley. Um, I might be hungover, guys. Alex caught C <laughs> sneaking up there to try on the clothes. <laughs> Words, English, sentences. Uh, Alex <laughs> caught C sneaking up there to try on the clothes. Neither one realized Marion um, was up there. Marion tried to break up the fight and got thrown off the roof. Neither girl is sure who did it, but secrets keep you close. That's what Jessica always says. Number four, Spencer never made an appearance in season 6B or 7 until the twin was revealed. Everything that happened with Spencer was actually her twin. Alex found Spencer in college and kidnapped her, and she'd been trapped ever since. Alex had been living with Spencer for years by the original time job. I, agree, like, like, I do wish That's there would have been more Spencer was not around. or I mean, I don't know. I guess it was interesting for Spencer to find out about the twin when we did in that way. But yeah, I just wish there would have been yeah. more Alex being around and more things than just like, oh, look at these three times. <laughs> um, number five, Alex is extremely manipulative and charming and was able to commission Caleb and Toby to help her design and construct the board game. They never say it after it was created. They didn't really know what they had made it for, but they'd do anything for her. I mean, Toby couldn't really tell the difference between Alex <laughs> had been studying Spencer <laughs> for years before kidnapping her and taking her place and Caleb never dated Spencer he dated Alex hmm. the game itself I like that. that's interesting I think that would be fun that's really just interesting. to be like it would also make it seem like Spencer was more of a loyal friend yeah maybe yeah mm-hmm. I don't know totally uh, number six, the game itself should have been scarier. It should have had shit on these girls that terrified them so badly they couldn't bring other people to look at it. Yeah. It also should have included Mona. The game should have been designed in a way where if it landed on you, you had the option to either complete your task or find an even worse task for another girl. Ooh. In the end, they're all A. They each think they're the one who has been allowed to assign a task in exchange for a pass. Number seven, Ooh. Bethany Young's bones were never revealed to be the bones in Allie's grave. That's what's fucking everyone up. There are bones in a grave that match Allison, but Allison is standing before everyone alive and well. This is where I would have been okay with another set of twins. They really do run in the family. It honestly would have bothered me. Wouldn't have bothered me. So it's not Allie buried there, it's Courtney. Like in the books, Allie had been mistaken for her criminally insane twin sister and was shipped off to a psych ward while her twin Courtney was the one who had been friends with the four girls before that night. She was really a terror and tortured everyone around her, including her friends, and everyone wanted her dead, but no one more than Allison. That night, Allie, as Courtney, was released after years of over-medication. Finally lucid, she was actually the hero. She waited for Courtney, as Allie, to run off to fuck Ian. She watched Spencer confront her. Even her friends wanted her dead. Then she took the shovel Spencer had and clobbered Courtney over the head. She was evil and manipulative, and psych treatments weren't going to save her. She needed to be stopped. Allie killed Courtney. Melissa thought Spencer killed Allie. Melissa buried Courtney. Mona was already in her hyper-aware state and thought she killed Allie, but it actually just witnessed the whole thing. She was so overjoyed by the death that she claimed it as a murder she committed. So Charlotte knew who who fucking terrible, how fucking terrible this girl was, but had never had psych treatment with either twin because Jessica didn't want to have to explain Charles or Bethany, parentheses Alex, to the girls. So she sent them to facilities out of state. But Charlotte had heard all about Allie, who was really Courtney from Bethany, Alex. This is a lot. When she was released and started stalking the girls, Charlotte did hit Allie over the head with a rock and Jessica did bury her, but she survived. 
Um, what I like to think happened was that Allison, after running into a terrified Mona, was kidnapped by Bethany, Alex. Mona alerted her that there had to be two girls and the other was escaping. Allie, Allie was never able to testify to this because she never saw a face. She would periodically escape and try to run home to Rosewood um, since Bethany, Alex, was spending <laughs> all of her time stalking the girls. Always Miranda's noticed when Allie made it too close. sticking her, ta- her tail in your mouth. Yes, sticking Sorry, her butt in my face. Go on. Um, that being said, I'm using this to explain the personality switch. Allie came back a better person because she was. She killed Courtney to save the girls. She was never bad. Hmm. Ezra was writing a book. It started out as fascination, but when he started to side more and more against the girls, but then he started to side more and more against the girls. He joined the A-team for real. He tried to play it off as a stupid book, and they believed him, but it only got closer to them. Jenna, Melissa, Ren, and Ezra are all members of a group of A's. There have been others, but there those were blackmail members. Ren was really in love with Bethany, Alex, but he knew about her from the beginning. His engagement to Melissa was a ruse. Yes, I would love that. Melissa came up with the idea. She knew she'd be able to hold things over Spencer's head if Spencer tried to hook up with her fiancé. Any sexual encounters Bethany or Ren had with others were strategic and not a means of jealousy. Bethany never had to kill Ren. They were on the same side and sleeping with others was for the greater good. Sarah Harvey was never in on this. She was kidnapped specifically to throw off the cops. Bethany and Charlotte and Mona thought if they took two girls who had no reason to know each other, the cops would think it was a serial kidnapping. My cats are murdering each other. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a real that was drag like them out and knock them yeah, down. That was a real wrestling move. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Do you feel like Miranda's bigger since yesterday? Yes. Don't you feel for yeah. real? No, I'm not. I'm Is not that kidding. Weird. No, absolutely. Like her tail looks longer. How even. does that like, happen? Doesn't make any her? fucking sense. Um, okay, Bethany and Charlotte and Mona thought if they took two girls who had no reason to know each other, the cops would think it was a serial kidnapping. Unrelated girls, random crime. She was really in the wrong place at the wrong time, possibly wearing the yellow top. So Ezra is a pedophile and a rapist and a creep. <laughs> Bethany turns on him because there are some crimes that you can't forgive, and she anonymously turns him over to the police where he gets life without the possibility of parole. So I don't like that this ending with a bunch of weddings. It's not a comedy. So finally the girls, not Toby, not Jenna, figure out they aren't talking to the real Spencer. They find her in captivity and the twins are wearing the same outfit, both pleading with everyone to believe that they're the real Spencer. Toby has the gun. Toby's got a gun. He <laughs> figures out which one is the real Spencer. He shoots and kills Bethany Alex. The girls celebrate. Zoom in on a close-up of Troy's face. An evil smirk spreads across her face. Toby killed the wrong twin. Blacka. End of series. There might be more, but I can't think of anything else right now. You won't be back if you want deep cut motives or something. <laughs> Thank you for not giving up on a show, even though they don't treat us or their characters right. <laughs> oh, Taylor. That was so fun. I like how she's like, I've got more. I, I love totally that. Yeah, more. she's like, hit me up. I've got more fucking opinions. I love that, Taylor. That was great. That was really that fun. was really great. All oh, these are so well thought out. Uh, all right, should I read Elaine's? Yeah, do Elaine's Elaine, a uh, late game entry, just coming in yesterday. But she's been listening since episode four ish. Oh my god, Elaine! <laughs> Honestly, can't tell you what episode, but I did binge listen to your podcast the day I found it, and it didn't take me that long, so it's been a while. Oh, wow. Thank Anyways, you. I've been rewatching the last episode because I now have a newborn and. Mazel, oh, wow. congratulations. congratulations. And with that comes an attention span of a goldfish, so <laughs> I know I missed a ton when it aired the last 10 times. I've been attempting to watch it as well. I just caught something, or clearly, at very least, think I caught something that doesn't make sense. Oh, girl, there's so many things that don't <laughs> make sense. It's not you or your baby brain. <laughs> um, so... Toby makes the comment that maybe twins run in the family when he goes to warn everyone and Arias and stops Ar- Aria from texting an SOS to who they think is Spencer. 
So if they used Emily's eggs and Ren is the father, what the fuck does Allie's family history have to do with anything? Hmm. That's very true. Yeah. She's yeah. not providing any genetic material for those kids. So are we left to believe that they are actually Allison's kids because they have blonde freaking hair and her twins and not actually Emily's kids? Who's the mom of those kids? Also, who does a final ep- who does a finale episode and leaves shit like this unresolved? I'm sorry, after seven years, you can't plead ignorance to this shit. If you're going to add this story, pick it up and read a damn medical book. <laughs> So just to circle back, I am sleep deprived from this child I birthed a couple of weeks ago. If the answer to the baby mama question is just so damn obvious and I've fallen down a rabbit hole of confusion, that is why I just disregard. I'm definitely going to miss your Weinfeld antics. Elaine, <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Elaine, I love it. It's not, a, it's not an alternate ending, but it is a what the fuck with the ending. Yeah. I appreciate very I much. I so appreciate that. Wow. I didn't really catch that, but that totally makes sense. Yeah. Emily, d- does that mean that Emily has a twin? Is Ren a twin? <laughs> Is everyone a fucking twin? Yeah, everyone has twins. Uh, all right. Great. Well, that was you're exciting. not you're not crazy. I'm still basically Elaine is the most important moral sure. of the story. All right, let's go with Gina. Um, hi, ladies, longtime listener, first time emailer, always appreciator of the safe space. Uh, thanks, Gina. First, I just wanted to say thanks for the super fun podcast. Like you and the bulk of your listeners, I feel far too old to be invested in the show. Um, thank you so much. She says more lovely things, but I won't bore everyone else. <laughs> um, okay, my feelings about the finale are mixed. I was on board with the twinster theory because of how it paralleled Allie and Courtney in the books, and because I was stoked to see what Tron would do with it. And though I love the big reveal in Tron's performance, I actually didn't mind the accent. Ooh, hot take. I 100% agree that it should have happened earlier, at least for the audience. That would have given more time to flesh out Alex's backstory and motive, and to truly see the inner workings of the operation from her perspective. Creating the game, choosing Arya, and ordering her around, building the creepy dungeon, neighborhood replica, learning, practicing Spencer's mannerisms, killing Ron, etc. In real time and not in a flashback. Plus, that would have made it even more fun to try to figure out if it was Spencer or Alex in any given scene. Yes. Or when it was clearly Alex to relish in how the others were either totally oblivious or becoming suspicious. I naturally wish Mona had figured out that Spencer wasn't always Spencer. Could you imagine a Mona-Alex showdown given how badass Troy and Janelle are as actors? Oh, yeah. I've decided I wish Alex had been revealed to the audience when Spencer was shot. I understand Mary Drake and Spencer's mom was a big cliffhanger too. Or Mary Drake asked Spencer's mom was a big cliffhanger um, to drop. But also I envisioned the camera then panning to a hidden Alex with the gun. I would have lost my goddamn mind. Ella when Toby or Ezra were revealed way back in the day. Yes, I like that. Uh, I just feel like it was all a missed opportunity to show Alex as an evil mastermind, particularly because she was a brand new character rather than going through yet another round of story time like the Charlotte reveal. And it was a mixed opportunity to let Troy go to work on a juicy character for more than half an episode. I have other, yep. I have other thoughts about this episode and the series as a whole, but I won't bore you. You're never boring us, Gina. Yeah. Thanks again for helping me indulge in my favorite guilty pleasure by bringing me and also many others into your PLL watching experience every week. Looking forward to the sober unpacking session. (laughs) It's happening right now. Yeah. Gina, uh, from, she's from Portland. Gina, that was a treat, and nothing you said was wrong. Well, Everybody's here right. we go with Brittany. Oh, God, let's get into it. So while I agree that the finale could have been better, I actually wasn't that disappointed. I will say, I agree, Brittany. I will say, I think the best way they could have brought it full circle would have been to have tied Alex in 
further back than in the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, this mm-hmm. is common consensus. Marlene, is, are you listening? Yeah. Come on. Do you when think Marlene has ever listened to any of the podcasts? Do you think she listened to like Troy and on Bros? I'm sure she listened to Troy you and think on so? Bros. Absolutely. Do I'm sure she, she listens to, blo- to Bros. I feel like everyone on that set loves the Bros, and they like all got together and drank wine in a basement <laughs> listening to the Bros. <laughs> That's what happened. And we're the ugly stepchildren of alcoholics <laughs> that no one wants to talk about. We're the Alex of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Marlene's like some alcoholics in New York are fucking making oh fun God. of my Botox face and I'm hate me. That's, That's literally what I think happens. We're the Alex of the podcast world. <laughs> I resent that. I can't even do an accent. I can't even. Do, I'm making fun of Troy and, and I can't even do any remote. I resent that. Is that British? What is that? <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, when Cece met Alex <laughs> between season four and five when she went to Europe, so considering she knew her that long ago, that could have made Alex Blackvale instead of Sarah Harvey. They could mm-hmm. have revealed Sarah as Redcoat and then not revealed Blackvale yet. It would have pissed people off, but when it was revealed this season that Alex was around back then, everyone would have been more satisfied. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that's a good mm-hmm. good call. Um, do we have more? Well, like we had one more that was tweeted to us and it was from, um, at voiceless dreams. And she said, I'm assuming she, because her username is also Jen is always right. <laughs> um, which I love, uh, I at Cabernet A, I wanted to rewrite the end, but no time. So here's the recent and detailed Ezra theory I wrote and she sent it along and I have the link here. However, Jen if we can call you that, <laughs> if that's your if real that's name. your real name, um, it is extraordinarily long. So maybe hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. Copy, paste, make a link come up. Um, but maybe we can just give an overview. Paste, go. Okay. Um, <laughs> But basically, my Pretty Little Liars theory, Ezra, Arya, Bethany, a.k.a. the way it should have gone. First, AD stands for A's death. Second, the whole full circle will be that all this drama started with Charlotte and Bethany and Radley and will end with their Avengers coming to a head. There have always been two teams working against each other. Charlotte's team, Lucas, Mona, Noel, Jenna, Sydney, Sarah Harvey, etc. Um... And then Bethany Young's team, Ezra, Bethany Young's lover, or possibly foster brother, and Aria, um, in parentheses, Bethany's sister or first cousin, depending on which Montgomery man is her father. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, so spicy. Um, But we'll tweet this, because it is very long, but it is very great. Um, But basically... Well, yeah, I won't I won't spoil it for you guys. But here we'll t- we'll tweet out this link and you guys can check it out. Um, so thank you, Jen, for that. And that is very spicy. And I mean, we always love a detailed Ezra theory. Yes. Especially Leo does. Yes. How do you think Leo's doing emotionally? I think that he's gone away to seclusion to just think about life and see <laughs> things. I think, you know, he's he's probably, you know, trying to forget the time that he spent with this show and uh, just really coming to terms with the fact that uh, he's no longer Leo. What was his twin name? Um, I forget. <laughs> but I forget. like Leon or whatever. I don't know. It's like... 
A few people were asking, like, uh, who was doing the British accent on the podcast. And it was Leo. It was Leo. <laughs> it was a great fucking He was job. like, I'm not Leo. I'm <laughs> Alex. <laughs> um, so who do we think won? Do we need to, like, offline about this for a minute? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's pause. Right. Doop. All right, guys. We're back with the big the big reveal of the big winner and also all Drum of roll. your <laughs> like emails and theories and different alt endings were like so fucking amazing they were so and good they were, i like, really enjoyed all of I them i was very impressed um and just in our gut we felt like this one spoke to us the most absolutely and the winner is miranda Woo! miranda bird you were the winner of i am sarge designs by sarge uh michael sargent's beautiful pillow and so we'll shoot you an email and get that all worked out and get your address yeah. so Sarge can send it to you and congratulations congratulations and thank you so much for being so entertaining to everybody yes. but especially Miranda you put in a lot of thought season by season so we appreciate we it we liked it was a season by season mm -hmm. breakdown yeah, that that's really, really what got that us. really put us over the edge um, all right so now should we search hashtag ask, ask, ask Sue Charles yeah let's do it let's see let's just uh real time yeah i, I had there it pulled go. up but then <laughs> something came up with work and i had to check that um let's all right see. so there we were a lot of there was a lot a lot more than i expected oh yeah and we can't forget to go to facebook too okay so first from twitter hashtag ask you Charles, we have at riley fallon um justice for lucas how is that a wrap-up on his character well oh. he was all a dream <laughs> he, <laughs> he was lucas all just, just a tap a dream. dancing dream yeah, <laughs> that's a bummer. I think they they went so hard on the red herring about Lucas that it just it almost feels like a little bit of a betrayal of a of a of a misdirect in a way. Yeah, you know, because then it was okay. We got the reveal that um, he knew. It almost feels like with the big reveal that he knew Charlotte. Then you want more like you yeah. did want him to somehow not then just be this weird dangling participle red herring well like maybe he could have helped alex in some way or knew something yeah. or or even like maybe he killed charlotte because he felt betrayed that charlotte used the the game right but also then what about the comic book at the end i know it was like too much the comic book was there was too much lucas plot and reveal to then have it be like yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. just over there. JK. Yeah. That's just that side. Yeah. I would have been more satisfied if it was Lucas, I think. Yeah. I, I think there would and, have been something. Would now he apparently, like, really wanted Marlene to make him A. Yeah. He asked a lot. I that was brought up in that, like, after show. I think, I mean, and I always said I would not like it if it was Lucas, but compared to what happened, I think. Wow. I, I know. That's Isn't a big change. Crazy? Um... So, Miss I Stay Busy said, who, would, who did you want to be AD? It should have been Miranda from Rosewood. Oh, from Ravenswood. From Ravenswood, sorry. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Did I name my cat after a Ravenswood character? Wow. I mean, I don't think you did. It was such a Felicia of a show, you it forgot it. It was such a Felicia. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, well, right. And she's obviously named after Miranda Hobbs. But I forgot that there was a Miranda in Ravenswood. Uh, who did we want to be AD? Hmm. I liked Peter Hastings. I really wanted it yeah. to be a Hastings, and I guess I kind of got yeah, that kind a of. little, but why didn't... Uh, I, I wish Nolan North just was even 
in. I'm so fucking disappointed that there was no Nolan North in the finale. That's crazy. Because it would have been great to have him see Alex and his reaction to the whole Alex thing. Yeah. It is crazy and a bummer that he was not in the finale um, with everyone else that they got back. I still, I wanted it to be Allie. I still wanted it to be Allie. That would have been fucking full circle. Miss I Stay Busy also asks, and her handle is at Giggles and Grin. Uh, do you think Spaleb would have had marital problems like Caleb does? They do communicate better. Hmm. Do uh, Caleb have marital problems, though? Yeah, they were kind of like, remember, he was like, I'm like a passenger in this marriage. I'm right, not right, doing right, anything. Right, right. Okay, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I think, well, I think they would have because I think Caleb would have, they always would have had the misbalanced, like, Spencer was more in love with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that ultimately would, like, lead to resentment and, like. I agree. Because I don't know if that would have ever really changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like in some way Mrs. Marin would get between them. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> she was just, like, so, their relationship was so weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Did we do, well, we kind of answered this one yesterday at Legacy of Lolita. What was the fuck fucking point of the jigsaw puzzle? We talked Girl, about that. Same earlier no idea yeah, we have no fucking clue um at uh Haley's comment at Haley s 86 <laughs> who are you in this pic and it's a picture of two ladies drinking wine <laughs> and, th- and the th- 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 do you see the caption yeah <laughs> one uh i <laughs> one woman is saying i'm getting hints of oak and cocoa finish and the other says i'm getting wasted <laughs> I'm definitely the getting wasted one. I probably am the person that's like, I'm getting hints because <laughs> I'm somebody like, I think that even if you listen to, listen to the podcast, I'm the one that like, I've gone to so many wait, wine tastings that I do like to be like, oh, I like this. And like, right. <laughs> Chelsea's like, there's alcohol. In it. <laughs> I'm like, I love wine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. but we also have to admit like our favorite bottle of wine is like $5. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I literally bought a bottle of Gato Negro the other day with some change. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, sorry, city slickers. All I got are coders today. Also the best fucking name of a liquor store ever. Yes, it is great. City slickers. Um, at LGB Tom asks, pitch from Alex. Oh, pitch the Alex from Rags to Riches story. What do you think she did that led her parents giving her up murder oh Ooh, murder. She like murder? yeah was she like the bad seed there's so many bad seed references in i mean show. that would be interesting yeah <laughs> if we saw that kind Did of stuff she try to fucking murder her foster parents or adoptive parents oh my god Miranda, maybe her parents back. were just like you have the worst british accent ever <laughs> 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 you're not even british really so what are you doing here? that's funny yeah maybe she i mean Presumably, she was like a baby still because isn't that part? <laughs> Miranda just knocked the microphone out of Chelsea's hands. Damn it, Miranda. <laughs> Will you settle yourself? I know we're all upset about the finale, but can you just calm down? Um, yeah, presumably, she was given up to where she wouldn't even, she didn't even remember her original adoptive parents, which means under two under yeah. three maybe what she tried to drown a baby maybe <laughs> maybe Charles. maybe that runs yeah. in the family i mean <laughs> the dna baby. of 
bathtub baby drowning. <laughs> Friends in the family. It's genetic. Um, PLL fan obsession wrote to us, which PLL spinoff would you most like to watch if one was to happen? Drunk moms. Drunk moms. Hands down Absolutely. drunk moms. Yeah. Drunk moms or is there any other? I feel like I'd watch more with Mona. I'd watch more with Mona. But the I'd watch really. I'd watch What the Fuck Did Allie Do for Two Years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please. Yes. I would just even like a novella. Yeah. <laughs> like just somebody send me that of like, what did she do? Yeah. Um, well, I love this one. Ask Sue Charles uh, from Ashen Wonderland. What about the Nisha call? <laughs> the Nisha call? <laughs> That's from Serial. Oh, yeah. So I fucking appreciate the hell out of that. Um, I forgot about that. Listen, I'm a, a non-truther. I think he's innocent. And I think the Nisha call was either, yeah, was an accidental dial by whoever had the phone. Because yeah. Nisha was on speed dial number one. I think it's totally plausible yeah. that someone would accidentally hit that. I agree. Not bothered by the Nisha call. Uh, but I do welcome more serial questions at any and all times. All right. Um, Leslie Stone asks, Ooh. do you think Bethany Young was just a Felicia or did Marlene just fuck up? Ha! I, this is a really, this is a, a great way that you worded this, Leslie. Um, also, Ask Sue Chelsea was Leslie's idea. Yeah, so thank she you. She emailed us and, and wanted us to do this. So thanks, Leslie, for the idea. Also, her real name is Leslie Stone. That's awesome. Which is so fucking fun. Um, yeah, I I actually now, in you know seeing how the series wrapped up, I actually do think that Bethany was always, that Bethany did not ever have any more story than what we knew. I think Bethany was just... We don't want to make it Courtney. We don't want to make it like, so here's a random girl that was at Radley. I actually do think that. That makes me angry. Uh, yeah, same. What do, you, what do you think, though? Do you think that maybe she there was more and then just things prohibited her from going down that rabbit hole? But, like, what would prohibit her? Because there was no actress tied to it. She could have made anyone Bethany Young. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I think that's what we saw in our fan theories is just, like, Bethany... They spent too much time on Bethany to make her nothing. Yeah. And I mean, even like you could argue the same thing with like Lucas and all those other things. But it was just that night was such a big part of this show. And just to make it someone so random and make it have nothing to do except for the fact that she just saw Charlotte. She just pushed Marion off the roof. Like it just. Yeah. It's just a weird outlier. And then to make it even be like. You know, Jessica De Laurentiis is trying to be like, I'm your Aunt Jessie. And like, yeah, she's fucking your dad or whatever. But why is that? Like, you, they were setting it up to be so much more. Yeah. Like, why does she want you to be called Aunt Jessie? I mean, like, that would have been so perfect. If I just if feel like, again, it's like one of those things where it was just like, do you think that they were just like, they got back from that season and were just like, you know what? I don't even remember the NAT club or Bethany Young. Let's just, you know, move on. have fake Chris Hardwick come in and paint with eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you read that Vulture article I sent you? Uh, with Troyan? With Troyan. Where she's, like, angry at the fan. It was a little clickbaity. It was clickbaity. she wasn't very angry no, with the fans. No, she was basically just saying, like, hey, fans, like, you know, we can never please out everybody, but, like, I hope 
you do come to enjoy the finale if you did or whatever. But what was such a bummer was just reading more about her speaking to how, yeah, well, you know, when Marlene pulled me aside a couple years ago in between season five Mm -hmm. and six or whatever, and she was like, yeah, like, this is what I want to do. I wanted to be the Spencer as a twin. But then, you know, we really didn't get approval from the network until partway into this season. So I was kind of playing it, you know, like maybe it would happen or maybe it wouldn't. And then, like, we got approval to have a twin, but then we didn't necessarily have approval for her twin to be British because we didn't know if we had rent. And it's like, yes, these are all real-world things that happen. It's a bummer when we live in the fucking world. We don't live in a utopia where... TV doesn't have rules and parameters. Yeah. Like, fine. But it just is a bummer every time you hear more about it, that there is all this bureaucracy that they have to go through to tell the fucking story. And, like, we have to wait for fucking network approval to, like, if she's even... Like, what the fuck? It's a bummer. That that goes along with what I was saying earlier um, yesterday was about, like, I really do think that it possibly was a change in development at Freeform that fucked the show. Yeah. Like, maybe it wasn't as much Marlene as we want to say, as much as it was. Because, I mean, how do you... It's a bummer. How do you fuck the network that much? Like, how does the network fuck them that much? That sucks. And doesn't it suck when you are here and, like, it just... Yeah, I guess I don't think about because I've never worked in scripted. And so the shows I've worked on, there is a good amount of, like, network approval. But I guess I don't f- see it as... It's always felt like such a cohesive thing where, like, yes, technically I'm getting these network notes, but it just feels like we're on the same team. And Mm -hmm. there's as much frustration with notes as there is always going to be when you're just working collaboratively. You're all going to have a difference of opinion, but it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. so like network against us. It feels like we're all kind of just like trying to make it. But then, yeah, you forget. And then like with girl code, it doesn't like, oh, we'll change this bite, make this bite. Like, okay, fine. Like that's a less of a big deal. But when you're talking about like, this is Marlene's baby and this is like the story I want to tell. And she has to go to a fucking group of people and be like, hey, can I tell this story? That's must fucking be the most frustrating thing in the world. That I've worked at with scripted. It's been very different because they were smaller basically i mean people like i even worked with at tv land would like a lot of the creators and like showrunners would would talk about how great the freedom tv land gave for scripted series because i think a lot of our development people were like you were saying they were really like we love your vision we want your vision there were a couple of times where there was definitely (laughs) she's eating the petting booth sign sorry um but yeah, there's definitely a, a difference because I remember one of the showrunners was telling me that they had worked with a big network on the same show and it was literally like a boardroom full of 50 suits, wow. everyone having an opinion. Oh, God. And now like they came to TV land and there's like three people that are in like casual clothes who are huge fans of the work who are trying to help them make it the best. Yeah. So I think that's something that is different between where we worked and like what this, and you have to also think about it in the sense of like, this is what made this network. Right. This is the whole network. Right. So of course they're going to have big notes. Right. Yeah. And which is a bummer because then these people, it's like, we should be giving those notes, not people who probably didn't even watch the whole series. True. And just had random thoughts about, it's like, who are these? You wonder where these people at the network, what are they even basing their opinions on because yeah i they certainly didn't watch every single episode of pretty little liars absolutely so where are their opinions coming from it's just so fucking bizarre all right well um 
And let's do, uh, before we do another Leslie one, another quick little at LGB Tom, uh, Who Caught the Bouquet? What is that from? From the wedding. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, Miss Icy Vizzy commented Yvonne's ghost. She had to replace the one that fell out of her hand when she died. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm going to get a better yeah, answer than that. That, that is that's the correct that's answer. That's the correct answer. You got the correct answer. Um, All right, some more Leslie Stone ones. Leslie Stone. I like the one where she's screaming. <laughs> Are we just supposed to assume that all those fucking masks this whole season was Alex under them? Wilden, the man in the car? I guess so. Yeah. And I guess, I think it was, I forget what we were talking about, well, earlier in this podcast you're listening to, but yesterday for us, I get, I think Kelly said or whatever, because I was like, the fucking masks were just seem so pointless, and Kelly pointed out, well, yeah, but we would know Spencer's face. I get that, but it just, it still just seems like such a weird, I just still don't like the idea that, like, anybody could be anybody with with realistic masks. Like, give me more black veil. Give me more, like, I think it actually lessens the creepiness factor. I agree. And it just makes it more like, are there any fucking rules in this show anymore? Yeah. Just anyone's anyone? And like, what? That sucks. Yeah. The more realistic the masks are, the less creepy it is. And the more it's kind of like, you took a lot of time to make that realistic mask (laughs) that you're just throwing on the ground. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That's more upsetting to me. And was... Also, was Archer just like a mask creator? That's the (laughs) thing. So if it was if it was Alex, but then... But it seemed like Archer was making masks. But then it was like Archer's making masks. Alex is making masks. But then Archer seemed to be operating pretty independently with his own motives. What? I don't Alex, even But Archer anymore. stole the money. How did it end up getting to Alex? I don't know. I don't know. Well, was he s- stealing it for Alex? Well, right. Because then Alex also in the finale is like, Cece left me everything. So then if that's the case, case, then how did Allie and Jason get the money first? And why was Alec Archer trying to like, yeah, get rid of Allie? Oh, my brain hurts. My <laughs> brain definitely hurts because I'm also hungover. All right. Leslie Stone again. In a perfect world, how should Pretty Little Liars have ended? I mean, well, we got lots of great fan ideas on that. And I can't do better than any of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If Allie was fucking A, that's how they could have done it. <laughs> If Ali was A and we spent two hours hearing what she did for two years and Bethany yeah. Young mattered. Again, wasn't super duper angry at this whole finale, but I definitely think that it could have been handled better. Yeah. And I think you're right. Our fans had great, yeah. great finale ideas. Uh, LBG Tom asks, if this had been the seri- the season seven finale and not the series finale, would you feel the same and be excited for season eight? Mm. <sighs> see that's interesting because then and it would be like the reboot with the new girls Ugh, well i would hate that but troy and brought up a good thing in that article if you guys maybe we should tweet it it was interesting or if you just look up it was an interview with vulture um but she was saying that that's why fans felt so particularly emotional about this one because you can't like even if you didn't like the mona reveal even if you didn't like the Charlotte reveal, you could be like, well, there's still more show. Let's see what happens. And now there's no more show. So yeah. now it's just like, oh, uh, so many emotions. So with in that way of thinking, yeah, if there was still more show, maybe I still wouldn't make me be like completely flip on how I feel about this finale. But I at least would have been like, well, let's see what they do next. It's like there's yeah. still hope for these questions we have and whatever. But now we know what we know and that's all we know and so 
Yeah, I would, but I also think it was time for the show to be over. Yeah, and I wouldn't have wanted it to come back in that way with like, in a you know the co- Save by the Bell the college years way or like somewhere like oh my god now everyone works at the fucking school and Addison's yeah. a, and you know one of the main characters like I don't want that bullshit. I agree. If anything, I would want it to like go back in time. Yeah, and like go into more detail about things we already saw or like what Absolutely. was Ali's life when she was younger, like whatever. Um, and another Leslie Stone. Do you guys feel like Alex Drake's motivations were justified? I think I made that very clear when I was losing my fucking mind <laughs> on the Facebook Live <laughs> and the last Off the Rails podcast. Fuck everyone's motivations. But now in hindsight, thinking of it more and thinking of then the other two A's motivations, it's like everyone's motivations are kind of just fucking stupid. But I think like Alex feeling like I feel like she went a little overboard <laughs> for how she was to act out the ways she was feeling, you know, but I think at its core, yeah, you feel like you were thrown away like garbage and you got the short end of your, the stick and Mm -hmm. your twin sister got this great life and it was just random. Okay, sure. That is a real motivation, but it just doesn't seem like it's a little bit off balance. Yeah. The lengths she went to because of those feelings. I kind of see the point of it. And I, I said this earlier too. It's like, the, I think it's about friendship and it's about the yeah. fact that like uh, I think she should have just figured out how to make her own friends yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah maybe or just like don't kill Spencer like just maybe be read friends a with them. book on how to influence people yeah. and make yeah. new friends yeah. <laughs> you know like <laughs> also an alternate ending that like worked. that seems a lot easier than making a board game that leads nowhere an elaborate board game and lots of murder yeah um with similar to that at lgb tom wants to know where was the toilet in ezra and spencer's cell uh i think they were given adult <laughs> diapers that's a good theory yeah I'll, I'll take that yeah um let's see what else was there in a perfect world oh no we already read that uh who do you believe is the most talented actor actress on the show Tryon. yeah i agree i think Tryon's one of the most i think uh the woman who played Mary Drake, Jessica, uh, she's amazing. Uh, what's her face? Andrea Parker. Yeah, Andrea Parker's awesome. Andrea Parker, I will watch wh- whatever she does. I think she's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Nolan North. Yeah, he's really good. I think that he's got great delivery. Um, I mean, Chad Lowe is a great director. Yeah. I'll definitely give him that. Troy did a good job that episode. Troy did, did an amazing job. Like, I am excited to see what Troyan does next, I for agree. sure. I agree. Um, and I think that she's going to be probably successful. I think that probably uh, Ashley Benza is going to be the most successful. You think so? She's going to turn like a movie star? I think so. Yeah. She lives in New York. Yeah. I always she's see like her <laughs> snapping things, and I'm like, oh, my God, I was just in that neighborhood. I'm like, I know. Oh. I'm kind of worried the way she snaps about her location. I'm like... Girl, I know exactly she where does you get are. Pre- that's an interesting. <laughs> like, that's actually a good point. Like yeah, she you're making me nervous. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a really good point. Should we talk to her about that? Yeah, let's let's snap her back and be like, <laughs> "Hey, girl, <laughs> um, let's talk about it over drinks at your gym." <laughs> what are your favorite and least favorite seasons of Pretty Little Liars? I saw somebody else talking about this. I would say season one for sure. Okay, season four. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. Dark Spencer time, right? Dark. Isn't season three B is Dark Spencer time? Okay, so season three B is Dark Spencer. That's really, I really liked three. Yeah, I liked the way it restarted. 
Yeah. I did too. So I, yeah, I've always said three I liked. But now in hindsight, I have maybe more mixed feelings because I always felt like, of course, season one and two live in this place where it's just nothing will ever feel the way that felt, you know? So of course, like that's a special time and like that, the feeling and like the creepiness and, and just, I mean, that was what the, you know, why we love the show. So that will always have a special place for that reason. But then now it also feels like you want to, like keep adding to the mystery and go back and look for clues and I feel like one and two I never would put them as like maybe my all-time favorite because it felt like they lived so in and of themselves you can't necessarily look for clues you know what I mean it's just yeah. like this was the time this was a Mona time now the new story starts and there's new clues and you can look for clues in season three and four and stuff but like one and two sort of is what it is for the most part and I used to feel like I really liked season three, not just because it was entertaining and Dark Spencer and lots of things, but it felt so rich with clues and Absolutely. mystery. But now it just seems like a lot of those were dead ends. So now I might be reimagining the way I feel about season three because it seemed like so many things were sort of red herrings. They didn't lead anywhere. I mean, like, I guess there are things you can tie back to the Charlotte reveal. I don't know. But it did. Will you go back and watch the show? <sighs> I think I also like Evil Ezra time. Um, yeah, I think that's why I like four as yeah. well. Four has got some fun stuff. I I would watch I feel like season four B is worth a rewatch because that's when presumably some of those things were Mary and then maybe that isn't that what like I would go back and watch season four B to sort of sort out the timeline in my mind of the Mary, Jessica, Alex, Ren. I'm like worried CC. about you doing that. I feel like you're it's gonna not going to go, gonna go well. It's <laughs> not going to go well. I'm going to be yeah disappointed. <laughs> but I would, and I mean, I don't know. I definitely don't feel the same way I used to feel about rewatching old episodes. Yeah, I, I would. I would. At this moment, I have zero desire to ever watch anything from like the time jump again in this moment right now but I could see myself later on in the year feeling like I want to sit down and watch it and knowing who A is and trying to trying to make it make fucking sense of yeah. what was going on between Archer and Alex and Jenna you know yeah I could see myself doing that eventually but yeah. right now I don't know if I would care what about you I have it on my DVR and I can't, I don't think I can delete it. Yeah. Like I feel I like it's just it. definitely like I think I'll def I would go back and watch it as like background. Yeah. Um so oh, the Facebook question. Sorry guys if you hear a hum in the background. We're very hot. It's really hot today. It's ninety degrees. Um Did we do I thought we had two more. Oh wait. It oh maybe we did it. If this had just oh you did that one. Do you think Troyan's oh do you think Troyan's Twitter bio was a hint at eighties identity? And it's like she says, oh, I yeah. sometimes play Spencer Hastings, just sometimes. I think that was more just her trying to be like, Hey guys, like this is the character everyone knows yeah. me. But like, remember I'm not her. That's what yeah. I took it more as, not as a clue. But who knows? So we got a lot of uh comments on Facebook too when we asked for questions. Um, Sarah Beth Gilbert wrote, what is really bugging me is that Jenna was snatched by AD after the blind school thing, given the end game book to read by AD. So surely she already knew what was going on. 
why would she then turn around over a year later and suddenly lets Toby know that Spencer wasn't Spencer? Mm. I agree. I think that there was a weirdness, like, why was Jenna talking to Mrs. Hastings? Uh, yes. I mean, I, who knows? That That is a weird, another, like, just hanging storyline that makes no sense. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I agree. That's weird. I wouldn't have even thought about that way because so many other things don't make sense, but that definitely doesn't make sense. All right. What else? Uh, Chris Adelaide asks, uh, do you think Alex's terrible accent <laughs> is what killed Ren? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And do you think Peter Hastings was anyone else in Rosewood's daddy? <laughs> His seed seems to have spread far through that town. I mean, definitely. What if Peter yeah. Hastings was like the dad of fake Chris Hardwick or something crazy like that? I would have loved that. And it like turns into like surprise incest. <laughs> I love surprise incest. Surprise incest. Um, it's so much better than the regular kind. What about, uh, okay, Lindsay B. Lee says, first off, I'm so sorry I found this podcast towards the end of PLL. Oh, she says such nice things. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, why introduce Maya's niece in this last episode? Do you think it's foreshadowing or do you think they just wanted to appease Maya Truthers? Absolutely. Absolutely. P- pandering. Yeah, pandering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel Mona could never... Especially tr- because Maya never had any siblings. That, right? <laughs> that That's was the weird thing. Introdu- I mean, like, I don't remember for sure if they ever were like, and she's an only child. I don't think they talked about one way or another, but you would think it would come up or, like, we never saw... other siblings in Maya's I just don't recall her talking about siblings. No. That was stupid. Why do you feel Mona can never truly be a part of the group? She was A for one season, but without Mona, these girls would be helpless. Just a quick... Okay. Um, Yeah. uh, See, I'm kind of a weirdo, though, about those things. Like, I'm the weirdo that's still, or maybe not weird, I don't know. I, I never felt like the show really redeemed Allie. I'm stuck on that. I think for me, I understand that maybe I'm in the minority or maybe I'm just, for whatever reason, I'm stuck in a weird headspace. But yes, Mona, bless you. Bless you. Mona has done, obviously, a lot to help the girls. But I I also think that uh, she had some fucked up things. And it doesn't, like, you can... It's 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 trust issues, I think. It's hard. I think there's definitely trust issues there. I think the girls... um, I think there are they are not wrong to just always to never be able to quite be completely there with Mona. I don't well, I think it's I think also it's with female e- friend groups, you know, like yeah. it's like who you have. Like you have yeah. friends who are not who are tangential friends of your group. Right. That you might like, you might hang out with them, yeah. but it doesn't mean that when we're all getting together, we're going to invite those people all the time. Right. You know, like and completely. I think that's really just the reality of it, right. you know, and it's like if you're all going out for drinks, are you going to invite the girl that also tortured you for a few right. years? Right. Like, maybe not. Right. And I think also maybe I have a weird thing about, uh, it's just like at a certain point you can be sad about it. We've all like, the human experience is like, you know, managing relationships with other people. Like they're, you're never, you know, yeah. we've all been in situations where human relation, other human relationships make us sad because we want more out of them. We want whatever. But 
at a certain point, you can't fucking force people to be any like type of way towards you. Yeah. Just walk away. Like, I think that's what bothers me. Like, it's not, it's like, she just keeps, like, grasping at straws, like, just love me. Like, just that well, okay. Love and we yourself, can, Mona. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, truly. Like, yeah. Mona, find people that appreciate you. Go where you're appreciated or celebrated, not Paris tolerated. With a fake cop and right. uh, has... The dollhouse. Right. Like the dollhouse. <laughs> exactly. You can't, yeah, you can't make other people be whatever type of way towards you. Okay. Um, and then just a quick comment from Lindsay also. Someone said that people of color are always dying on the show. It's like you get a little diversity and then they are A, crazy, B, killed off, C, never seen again. But seeing as though Trine is mixed, it would have been dope as hell if Mary Drake had an affair with a black man and created the twins instead of Peter Hastings, meaning that Spencer would be the last woman of color standing. That's interesting. Oh. Yeah, I like that. And I always forget that Troy and is mixed. Is mixed, yeah. All right, Stephanie. Yeah. Want to read Stephanie? Stephanie Craig, did you watch the E interview with I Marlene? It sort of answered a lot of questions that I had. I think that the show still holds up as being a female-driven and female empowerment. Jenna ended up saving them all, and even on Alex's end, her motivation was from the desire to have close friendships. Like the liars. Wait, how did Jenna end up saving? Well, because she was the one that was like, I don't think Spencer Spencer. So oh. in a way, yeah. She just did it cr- in a crazy way. She certainly um, did. Other than that, I really hope you decided to continue podcasting in some other capacity because you're such a delight. Oh, my God. Stephanie, you're a you're delight. delight. And so is Chelsea White <laughs> every Wednesday <laughs> at Thanks. 8 o'clock on Facebook. What a great segue. We didn't even pay Stephanie to say that. <laughs> All right, Jesse Hernandez says... Stephanie, your check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't, okay, first, I'm seriously going to miss you two and your guests talking about PLL after this Thank finale. You. I think I'm more upset that this podcast is over than about the show ending. You two, please consider doing another podcast together. Cough, cough, Rosé and Riverdale. <laughs> Everyone wants us to do a Riverdale yeah, podcast. I'm very interested by that. I'm, I don't, have you finished? Or like, yeah, I finished. You finished? I gotta Hard catch up. feeling about it. I need to go back. I still, since the last time, like I binged a bunch of those episodes one day. And I haven't gone back to yeah. it. Did you like it? I did. Okay. I really liked it a lot. Yeah. I think I need to rewatch some episodes because of Rosé. Yeah. And then I think I need to keep I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch it because there's a lot of stuff that I think I missed. But it's also like, I'm a little worried about Riverdale. The s- stuff that I heard about season two makes me think it might not be something I will stay with. I don't right. know. We'll see. There was something on, it might have been EW, where it was like, Here's like seven things that are possibly like that they're working on for this season of Riverdale. And I was just like, mm, I don't know if I love the way this is going. Right. Uh, so, but we'll see. Also, wait, Stephanie, she asked, did we watch the interview with Marlene? And I did not. I so did I would not. like to watch that. Cherie, who made our lovely banner. Yes. Carrying the, the banners at Etsy.com said I could literally write a five page essay about all my feelings. And then she commented on her own comment about the episode. <laughs> not y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think if this podcast proves anything, we would read a five page essay oh, on we all absolutely. your feelings. Oh, my God. Dana's question kills me. Do you want to read it? <laughs> I'm dying. How, d- how did you two meet? Where's Larry these days? Can we hug? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Where is Larry Chelsea? I've seen him here and there on Bumble. I feel like anytime I get back on Bumble, <laughs> I'll cro- I'll I'll come across and him. And then there's Larry. Uh, I I've run into him a couple. I mean, like, not ever stopped to talk to him. 
because I'm very afraid. But I've like <laughs> seen him around Astoria. Is I've seen him around Astoria. the one from Burger King? Yeah, Larry's like, the one this from Burger what King. I yeah, Larry's the one that followed us to Burger King and then said, "This is not what I expected." <laughs> I what did you expect, Larry? <laughs> what did you expect? I mean, nobody really expects chicken in the form of <laughs> onion rings, <laughs> but like. If you guys haven't heard about Larry, go back and listen. I can't remember which episode that was. I wonder uh, if it's in the description. Basically, one day I was really drunk for a friend of the podcast, Corey Midgarden's birthday, and we went to a bar. We went from one bar to another bar. At that bar, I ran into this guy, Larry. Then he's like, I got to go do coke in the bathroom. I was like, enjoy that. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we went to Burger King, because that's where Corey wanted to go. So it was like 15 of us in this fucking Burger King in Astoria, Queens. And then Larry's texting me, like, all, like, insane, because clearly he had just done to- coke <laughs> and then he's like i'm like yeah i mean roll through burger king if you want like that's yeah. where we are okay i'll be right there and then he gets there he stays for like a couple minutes and he's like acting kind of huffy and weird and then he's like well this isn't what i thought it'd be so i guess i'll get out of here and i'm like what did you think it would be larry <laughs> what did you think it would be it's just and great. then and then the next morning so i stayed over at Corey's that night and he doesn't get very good service in like his bedroom sort of in the basement so we're laying in his bed and i'm showing him all the messages from larry (laughs) and they're so like out of they're so like wackadoo crazy and we're crying laughing at how fucking crazy larry is and then he took Corey took three screenshots of like all because like messages from larry and he thinks that he's sending them to our group text from that night but he sent them to larry and we're like no so we're like shut it down shut it down shut it down so we shut down their phone and since he wasn't getting good service shutting down the phone actually stopped them from being <laughs> delivered and yeah, i was like let's never speak so of funny. this again and so we spoke of it not yeah, <laughs> and how did we meet yeah, uh, through stand-up doing comedy stand-up yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember exactly when or where, I but I feel like probably I think we d- we maybe at your the lighthouse mic? or oh, something or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. OGs or something, but yeah, I think we met that night that, that you first went to the lighthouse. I probably feel like I was at yeah. that table with like yeah Schumer and Mara Jackie and, and yeah. yeah yeah that totally. was probably I probably and then yeah. you know the, the rest, rest is history. history. <laughs> um sarah klaus says oh and yes if we oh, if we see you i'll hug we'll you we'll definitely hug you yeah i'm a hugger get on over here for your hug <laughs> um oh and sarah klaus everyone wants to know about another podcast we'll listen to sue's podcast i love tv more than you drops on wednesday morning so wednesday morning you can hang out with me <laughs> wednesday night you hang out with chelsea exactly it's like kind of the same it's thing. like kind of the same thing yeah and then you can listen to my other podcast too ghosted stories yeah i do with aaron yeah you can listen to that that comes out on thursdays or yes, that comes out on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah, see, like you guys, we'll, so we'll be around. Like yeah. we'll do some sporadic Cabernet we'll do, A things. Yeah. like you never know. Like you just it's never like the Spanish know. Inquisition. You just <laughs> can't expect when the Cabernet <laughs> and A will strike. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be I've often um, been yes, I love. I've often been told, we've often been told that we are like the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> that way. Not a um, day goes by. Mandy Barber <laughs> wants to know: You'd be doing a more typical analysis of the finale episode. Why, well, yes, we will. That's what this is. Um, and then also, once a Riverdale podcast, you guys, oh, maybe someday. Oh, yeah. and Lauren Kelly says, no questions, just thank you. You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, fun. there was a lot of nice thank yeah, yous that so we got. Um, you're welcome. Thanks for sticking with us through all this madness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This was like an epic. I don't even know how long this podcast was. This is probably over two hours. Yeah. So I hope it's you exciting. guys have a nice long commute and <laughs> <laughs> it's going to really <laughs> change your life. And yeah. 
So, so we'll see. This, I mean, this is it for now. now I feel a little. I know. Like I, feel I feel a little weird too. Emotional. I do feel a little I bit weird too. Emotional. I feel a little weird too. Um, Tanuki, come here. Tanuki, <laughs> let us hug you. He's Miranda, come here and put your butt on my face. Both the cats are passed out. <laughs> they don't care anymore. <laughs> well, guys, we'll be around. Maybe we'll be back sooner than you know. Because yeah, I know, knows? you know, maybe we'll talk with our other yeah, podcast we'll talk with pals. The, we should do that eventually. So yeah. you know, we might not be back regularly, but we'll be around. We're always here for you on the internet. Yeah, you know how to get in touch with us. We can still We're not unpack like shutting it. things down. No. So if you still have something, email or us. Or if your friend decides to start the the PLL adventure. Yeah. Tell them to, to do it along with us. Absolutely. Those podcasts will always be there. You can always email us, cabernet at gmail. You can still talk to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and then yeah. always both of our Come personal, Dusty Funk and the Chelsea White. And hug us. Hug us. Um, <laughs> Larry, if you're listening. <laughs> is this what you expected? Do, is <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. We Bye. love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And being our pillow pals all these years. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? An A.